on this episode of Tapping In, we are going to be talking about what is funny, what is comedy, what is funny to you, what's funny to me is completely different, and how do we get there? How does comedy mix into the jiu-jitsu world? We will also take some time this week to address our co-host, Roy's passing of his mother. Our thoughts and prayers definitely with you, Roy, and uh, love you, brother. Sit back, enjoy the show. Boom, 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 boom. We're back. All right. So I don't think people realize, like, when I do like that, that boom, 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 it's because we record on GarageBand. It's got, what is it called? Like, the sound for, like... Metronome. A metronome. There's a metronome going, and I, like, always turn it off once we start recruiting. <laughs> but, like, it's in my ear. I'm like, dick, 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 dick. The worst part about it, I don't know if you know this, but, like, just from a musician standpoint, they have this thing called a click track. And when you record, you hear... I can't know. And you have to play to the click track. And it's really, really difficult after I don't a while. Know. I don't know how people because your do mind that. you get it into your head. Am I playing it on right? Am I playing it on right? It sucks. There's a lot that goes into making music. Fuck yeah! I don't think people realize. I saw something the other day. It's like uh, when your dad is a music tech and uses math to show you music, and there's like a song playing in the background, and he's like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, minor change now. Right, and like the beat changes a little yeah. bit. And like the, the wife's like, how do you know that? He goes, it's just the way it, it's one, yeah. two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, minor change. He goes, now the next one's going to be a major change because they're going yep. off of four. Yeah. He goes, and major change. How do you now. know all this? I was just watching it on this video. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I was watching this. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. When I, uh, I mean, when you play songs that people know, everyone knows where the chord changes are. But when you're talking about stuff, stuff that you just wrote and you're trying to get it across to the band. Or, you know, there's the bridge comes in now or, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you got to talk that language. Yeah, this guy was, he was spot on. But uh, I don't talk that language, but I was just like, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> that was cool you pulled it off, though. I mean, I just saw it on the video. I just literally did exactly what the guy did in the video. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, is it really that simple? Or when you find out that there's like one one chord that every like pop song plays or like one bridge that every pop song has. Yeah, like, you, we were talking about that there were four yep. chord progressions yeah, that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that they do. And uh, like, holy, what the fuck? Yeah. That's what it's called, pop music. Yeah, it's, but there's some sophisticated uh, pop music out there. It's just, I don't know, just the human ear wants to hear certain progressions. Yeah. You know? Simple. You know that song by Led Zeppelin? Uh, it's called Die Your Maker. It goes, oh, uh, 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 oh, mm-hmm. you don't have to go. That's a four chord progression that was taken right from the 50s. And it's used in so many friggin' songs. It, it's yeah. just unbelievable. It's funny. Like, just you even like singing that part, I was like, you're I hearing like, other songs hear, in like, your head. Multiple songs. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. I don't know. I didn't even ask. We haven't been potting for a while, but how was your new year? My new year was, uh, it was okay. I mean, very uneventful. Yeah, nothing. uh... Nah, we don't do anything crazy. We went to my mom's house the New Year's Eve Eve. Okay. And we did a fake New Year's with my family and the kids. Like, (laughs) What does that mean? Fake countdown. Oh, oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, then the kids slept over. Steph and I went back home. Uh, we slept in, woke right. up, went to the Bagel Nook in Princeton. Shout out Bagel Nook, delicious. Can't go. You know what? Time. All right, I ate there, okay. and it, it was great. But when they handed me a check or a bill for seventeen bucks for a bagel, oh yeah, I was like, dude, come on. Well, it, listen, 
that is not your typical Saturday morning. I'm going to run and get some bagels. That is, <laughs> right. I'm going to go there once every couple months. Right. When I'm in the mood for something extremely gluttonous that I'm going to post on Instagram. <laughs> they had this great like breakfast bagel with eggs and hash browns and avocado on. I'm like, this is one of the best things I've ever had in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, That's no, called the setup line. By the way. I, I, I held back. I held back. <laughs> no, I walked up to the guy and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't know what to get. I was like, what will probably be delicious but give me a heart attack? Right. <laughs> he's like, he was like the fatty. I was like, what is in that? He's like, uh, bake or I don't know if it was bacon. It was like definitely sausage, pork. Yeah, bacon, bacon, pork roll, sausage. Oh my god. Um, egg, cheese, and hash brown. I was like, <laughs> yeah, seriously good. Though. Dude, I didn't eat so. <laughs> we did that New Year's Eve. That's an OMAD meal. That's a one yeah, meal a day meal. Dude, I went home, but then we went out for New Year's Eve, right? And we went to Steph's friends, Shannon's house. It's okay. like her and all her girlfriends and all the kids, you know, fucking thirty kids running around, right? Uh, and they had food there. Mm. I had a little bit of the chicken parm, and a little bit of the ziti, just the little bit. Was I was you over in the top. pain. Oh, really? Oh man, what was the what was the spread between the uh, the bagel sandwich and the uh, time was? About six hours, six, seven hours. And you're feeling it? Yeah. I'm a little surprised. I don't do a lot of carbs. Oh, right, right, right. So then I stuff my face with that bagel. <laughs> or I should say, I don't do like, you know, I don't do a lot of, like, like I, I eat a lot of rice. Okay. Right? A lot of white rice. And now I'm stuffing myself with like, you know, an everything bagel yeah, and sausage, yeah, yeah. bacon, oh like just God. everything. It was delicious though. Yeah. Like talking about it, I'm like, mm. it's funny because Steph was like, there's no way you're going to fit that in your mouth. And I looked at it, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I've been in prison. And Baby. I opened, but like, we're Stand in Princeton. Back. We're in Princeton. I'm like, I'm like, Steph, I've been in prison. And I put it in my mouth and the table next to me, like those old Princeton yup yups are like, oh my word. Oh my, oh my jeepers. She's like, he's kidding. He's kidding. I was All like, those politics that I support, and now it's in my backyard? No way. Oh, shocker. <laughs> what? My kids have to school from home today. I let people come over the border for free, but now they're in my backyard? No way. <laughs> Who would have thought? Exactly. One man told us. So you're so the New Year's, you're staying up for it, or you head home with the kids, or we, how does that work? We head home with the kids. We got home at around 11, 15, 11, 20, oh, okay, put so those little animals to bed. And you guys watched the ball. Okay. Steph and I stayed up, watched the ball drop, gave her a kiss at midnight, 12.03, in bed, knocked out. <laughs> got nice. myself a new weighted blanket. Okay. Oh, man. That stuff works for you? Life changer. Now, is that also a climate? Uh, it's not like, like, can you make it cold? Can you make it Nah, cold? nah, nah. None okay. of that stuff. I just, I got a 15-pound one. Wow. I should have gotten What's like the a, science on that? Like, what's the like, what's the advantage? So basically what happened- Sell me, baby. The science behind it is that while you're sleeping at night, the weighted blanket kind of applies just enough pressure on you. Okay. Where it like kind of, it's almost like you're getting hugged. So it, it gives you that sensory- fulfillment on top of like also keeping you in place and it so for me because i have a million things going on (laughs) i can't get my brain to shut off okay so even when i fall asleep i'm tossing and turning all night and then i wake up so for the last like month or so uh, i've probably been waking up every hour hour and a half just very poor sleep yeah very poor sleep whether it's you know you know stresses about the school wife kids my job you know, ADCC stuff, like yeah, yeah, planning yeah. out schedule. Like it doesn't end. Uh, so I got this weighted blanket because I, cause we got Benny one. Okay. And 
I was just like laying with he's him. He's a light sleeper too, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's a heavy sleeper, but you know, he gets like, you know, he just moves around a lot. And he wakes up early as hell. So I'm laying in his bed, like we're doing story time, and he's, yeah, got, yeah, like, yeah. he's got like a five pound one. <laughs> so I folded it in half, thinking this makes it 10 pounds. That's <laughs> my math. So I, uh, I'm like, ooh, I'm like getting sleepy. I just felt very like oh, you're little, under the blanket with yeah. I'm oh, like I get it. Very okay. relaxed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bought one that night. Wow. Steph's like, "Oh, you're not kidding." I was like, "No, I'm buying one right now." Right. Bought myself one. It came in like three days later. Roy, I began the best sleep of my life. That's a beautiful thing. I put that thing on me, and I just feel the pressure. I don't toss and turn. I'm not moving. I'm really I'm trying just to understand out. what the weight does to you, but I. I, I I get the cozy factor. Do, it has to. It's more than cozy because now, as you're sleeping throughout the night, it continues to sink on you. Oh, so you're just okay. kind of like almost like a cocoon. You're just kind of wrapped right. up, very similar to like when they put babies, like when they wrap up babies and like okay, it snuggles yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It does the same thing. Is, is it that, a is it a quilt uh, kind of thing or is it so mine is, is uh, it's uh, it's it's like mink on the one side, which okay. is kind of like that fleecy yeah, 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 velvety yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like silk on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, baby. <laughs> now, do you sleep with a mask too? Sometimes. I just started with the mask. Sometimes, because Lainey needs my my wife needs a uh, like a nightlight, so she doesn't like crack her skull going to the toilet in the middle of the night. Yeah, there's a there's a product that I want. It's a sleep mask uh, that doesn't really cover your eyes. It's like pillows that go around your That's eyes. That's what I got. Oh, and it's like like your eyes are like kind of open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they have one that has like Bluetooth on it too. I heard about that. Yeah, I heard about that. I want but one you're, of those. But you, I remember I was listening uh, to one of the podcasts. You said you don't have a TV in your room. Nope. We Is have that one, still the case? Yeah, we have two TVs in our house. One's in the living room. One's in the kids' uh, playroom. But you're still looking at your iPod, iPad. I put it on for. I just need the sound. I don't need to watch. Okay. I just need the sound. Got it. I can't sleep in silence. So you're sleeping one hour on the hour, waking up, and now this thing has solved that for you. Yeah. Wow. Almost too well. Is anybody listening to this podcast? Almost too well. Do we have any listeners? I don't know if we have listeners. Okay. <laughs> Somehow people are listening. We haven't dropped a new one, but we're growing. So in other words, buy this blanket if you're not sleeping well. Yeah. So I got How much mine. How does it cost anyway? I paid about, it's like 160 Oh, that's a chunk um, of change. I'm expecting like 40 No, it's an investment, baby. <laughs> okay. But hey, sleep is important. Fucking hey. Your sleep is going to dictate how the rest of your day goes Absolutely. when you wake up. So it was about 160 worth it. The company I got it from is uh, Luxum, L-U-X-O-M. Okay. I got a 15-pound one. I kind of want to get myself a 20-pound one. Wow. Yeah, I want to put more weight on it. That's like having a uh, brand new, uh, like like a like a teenage white belt on top of you, sort of. You can easily push them off if you need to, but. I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I love it. I get it. I was like, it's like having a girlfriend. Okay. Um, <laughs> It's like, what's this on top of me? No, but it's just the moment I put it over myself, I'm like, it's different. Because now yeah. when you're moving, you're not like wrapping the blanket around yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. just kind of stays right there. How important is sleep, though, man? I, I, I keep going back. I, I speak to, I even asked Tom when I was in, when we were interviewing him, like I said, how do you sleep? And he goes, I sleep really good. You know, eight hours, seven hours. So. <laughs> I'd like to know where <laughs> he's posting all the time. No, he's probably sleeping better now. I know back in the day he was a maniac who never got any yeah, sleep. He strikes me like he's got a thousand different things going on in his head. He does. He won her. I mean, think about it. like like think about how busy your life is. And now now think about someone like him. My life has Gordon no busy Garrett. factor nah, at all. You're living. 
but how busy, <laughs> but how hard did you work to get to that point? Yeah. Look, look I get it. I get it. But, uh, all right. So new year, you're, you're doing that thing. Cause we went to a restaurant in Morristown. It was great. Morristown's a great town. Oh, Morristown's fantastic. Where'd you go? Portofino's. Oh, Italian. I know that place. You know yeah, that place? Yeah, yeah. We're really friendly with the owner now. And, uh, that they have a little dog that, uh, one of those pugs with the tongue that, that comes out of the teeth. Don't talk bad about pugs. You're going to piss off Mary Lou. No way, man. Mary Lou's good. Oh, I love pugs. They're awful. No, are they awful? <laughs> that's what it would. That's what it is. They're and cute because they're ugly. Wait, and this lady like dresses the dog up in a dress. So oh, it's God. one of those situations. And <laughs> my my mom used to do that to Toby. There was Diamond, Toby. Oh, these are the dogs. Yep, Diamond and Toby. <laughs> Diamond was my sister's. Uh, she got like a weird blood disease and she died. Oh, shit. Yeah, they th- that vet took my sister to the fucking cleaners. Dogs just break your heart. Yeah, they do. But I, I will say this: Diamond was probably the cutest pug I've ever oh, seen. Really? Like her eyes weren't too bulgy. Like I was like, oh, she's. I was yeah. like, she's cute. Uh, Toby was our rescue. He was mine until okay. my mom like took him. He was just man. He looked like a rescue so pug. How come you're like talking about getting this this Corna queso, whatever the dog you're talking about. Cane corso. Cane yeah. corso. <laughs> I think corna queso is, is on a Mexican restaurant yeah. uh, menu. I'll have the corna queso. <laughs> exactly. With extra, extra polo. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Then there was Cookie, who my mom rescued. What was Cookie? Uh, a pug. They were all pugs. All pugs. Oh, yeah. wow. That's so and now, interesting. And now they're all dead. Uh, Toby lived. So Mary Lou uh, doesn't have any more dogs? Well, she's got the one she got three years ago. All right. Um, what's his name? Frankie. Frankie's the new guy. Frankie the pug. Hey, um, Frankie. He's oh. an I don't have an emotional connection with Frankie. We okay. just haven't developed that. My kids love him. Okay. Juliana thinks that's her dog. Uh, she gets very excited to play with him, uh, which is part of the reason why we've been discussing getting a dog. You gotta get a dog. They're the best. I don't think we will. Why? Yeah, I asked Steph. That's I'm a like, big statement. I'm like, on a scale of 0 to 100%, where are you? She goes, 20%. She never had dogs then, did she? She grew up with dogs. I'm really shocked. Yep. I really am. And that's why she doesn't want them. She says they're too much work. There's shedding. Well, it depends on what she gets. I mean, she gets one of my dogs, like my Freddy. He's the greatest dog on the planet. Yeah, we're not doing that. Oh, he's the best. We're not doing that. <laughs> I'm not going to get a dog that another dog can fucking eat. Everyone get a real dog. Freddy. Freddy um, thinks he's a fucking badass, though. He's hilarious. Like, he starts with other he's fucking so dogs. Cheap, he's he is such cute. An asshole. I, just, I just can't get it. He's dog. such an asshole, though. <laughs> uh, so I've thrown out Kane Corso. Uh, I also like the pocket bullies. Like what, the, yeah, I was gonna say, what about a nice pit bull? The, yeah, like I like the pocket bullies. Are like yeah. pit bull mixed with like something else? Yeah, so they're exactly. like small. Like yeah, they look like yeah, yeah, they look yeah. like a pug in a pit bull. I love yeah, it. It's a great dog. Um, Those dogs are so beautiful. Their personalities. Yeah, but oh god, I love it. Or Kane, something big, short hair. I want to name it I Rufus know, so that I can call <laughs> it Roof. And right. I can tell people my dog talks. I'm like, hey, hey, what's your name? Uh, the old goes, Joe. Roof. And I'm like, hey. asked my dog how his day was. He said, rough. <laughs> Wait, the the joke goes, uh, like, uh, they go to a talent agency and they say to the dog, okay, who's the greatest baseball player of all time? The dog yells, roof. He says, what happens when you throw, you know, baseball up on the, uh, on the top of your house? Where does it land? On the roof. Yeah. That kind of thing. I've never heard that, but... <laughs> I was in my like my heart's my dog has stables. He's at Ruff. Um, yeah, want a dog named Rufus, Rufus is a good name though. Um, but I want an all black one. Great dog, but the problem is, is they get ticks and you can't see the ticks. I'm not worried about that. No. We'll, get, we'll get some shit. I don't know. But <laughs> I got picture, it all figured out. I just shit. picture if someone breaks into my house, 
Oh, that dog's going to like And all they're going to see is these little eyes in the darkness, and it's like, you're never getting out of here alive. Because once Rufus is done with you, I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to start fucking slicing and dicing. Um, (laughs) Well, you don't want to get one of those, uh, what Jesus has. I love those. Dobermans? Beautiful dogs. But he said the dog's out of its mind. It's a maniac. Yeah. Yeah, those dogs and uh, boxers are very similar. Uh, we, we, We had a boxer. Yeah, the shedding is suckable on that dog, though. Too much energy. That's true, too. The yeah. Labradors have crazy energy as well. Dude, so Steph doesn't want a fucking dog. <laughs> then I'm like, I send her a picture of like a what, pocket. she want a turtle? Dude. Well, no, like, here's the thing. Like, she she does, but her argument is solid. That's why I can't, like, okay. I can't rebut it because it's such a solid case where I'm just like, we're going to have to cop. We're going to take the deal. Like, we're... It's this or life. My lawyer says um, take the deal. Yeah. I'm because guilty. this is what she says. She goes, dogs are a lot of work. They need to get walked. They need to be taken care of. They have to get groomed. They have to do this. They have to be trained. She goes, who's going to do all that? Mm, I can't argue with her on that one. Yep. And I, really I just can't. look at her and she goes, you're at ADCC. You're at the school. It's you're on traveling me. all around. It's on me. She goes, I'm going to have a third kid. Yeah, yeah, the, I, I can't say no. I, she's I right. Just, I tuck my tail between my legs and I go, you win. <laughs> okay, baby. You win. <laughs> she's like, until your kids are old enough to help me, she goes, and by your kids, I mean Juliana, because Benny ain't going to help for shit. <laughs> I was like, she's like, we're not doing this. I'm like, damn, she's got a point, though. Mm, she is right. She is very, very right. Uh, so that was my New Year's. I, I've been out, as you know, for the past two weeks, three mm-hmm. weeks, and um, I don't want to really... I, I, my mom passed away yeah. and, um, it hurts a lot, it really hurts a lot. And I feel empty. I feel sad. I feel all those things. And I know it's going to take time, but it's one of those things where you just rationalize that that person's no longer here and you got to get through things. Yeah. And that's that. The reason I, Brought it up though, as I said, is because I just wanted to thank everybody in the school that has been so sweet to me and just made me feel great. Yeah. And I just wanted to thank everybody at our school. Really, really meant a lot to me. And anybody that came over, anybody that, that sent me messages, I really, really appreciated. There were a few people on, you know, Instagram that also sent nice notes in this yeah. net. A couple of your listeners, a couple of your fans yeah, reached out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But God damn, man, it hurts. Yeah. It, it really hurts. When I, when I saw your post, it like, I'm not typically someone who reacts when mm. other people have something happen, mm. um, but I consider you one of my best friends. And when I saw your post, it, it broke my fucking heart for yeah. you. So uh, we're I, here. I love you, buddy. I appreciate that. I um, really appreciate it. I, and I, that was, I don't want to get into it too much because believe it or not, the, the podcast tonight is about comedy. So if you can make me laugh, I'd really appreciate that. It's like a very like Jewy thing of you it to really do. Is. It's like, I'm going to tell you something really sad. So let's laugh about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> We're good at that sort of shit, my peeps. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I, I was telling you, I was like, I, I hated the fact that I had to go to your house for shit. But like, yeah, I, yeah. I wish we didn't have to. Right. Um, but it did make me feel like just... I don't want to say good, but I, I was. How do you how do you do with that? I, what I mean by that is this: I, I just want to get beyond the fact that I had to deal. Well, with I was going to say that we had how so do many you students. Deal with it though, like deal with what? All right, when someone passes away, mm-hmm. and you love the person that who it, it happened to, mm-hmm. like, what do you say to them? 
because I, having been at the funeral, having been at a couple of different Sheba uh, memorials, people are so different with the way they they deal with it. So unfortunately for I'm me, I'm curious if you have a. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do. Uh, unfortunately for me, when my grandmother passed away, I was yeah. 17, and that was right. a huge blow. Right. Um, you know, very similar to like losing a parent because yeah. she did help raise me. I still get emotional when I talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and I remember people trying to console me afterwards and right. you know it's it's young kids who don't really know and you know teachers and you get a lot of i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for your loss my condolences right. and then some people try to relate like they're like oh, i know when that's we the one i hate yeah it's like I, when i lost my dog and it's like what the fuck are you talking about right. <laughs> like nothing at all so some people like the people that can actually relate it's like like help me yeah. Like, I'll never forget my probably one of the best teachers I ever had. Okay. Mrs. Cohen. I've brought her up on this yeah, on yeah, the yeah. podcast yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. I remember after it happened, she pulled me aside. She goes, I heard you lost your grandmother. I was like, Yeah. She goes, I heard your grandmother was very important in your life. I was like, Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna tell you something. People are gonna tell you it gets easier. They're gonna tell you you're gonna find a way to move mm-hmm. on. They're gonna tell you all this great shit. She goes, Fuck those people. I'm so happy she said that. She's like, I lost my mom, and I'll tell you right now, it fucking hurts every day. Yeah. She's like, you take as long as you need to get better, and I'm going to tell you a secret. It never gets better, but it's like any type of wound. You learn to live with it. Right. It'll always it's hurt exactly you. exactly what it is. But you find a way to just get with it. She's like, right. but don't let anyone tell you how and when you're supposed to feel. And that's I, first so teacher, that's I, such great first teacher I cried to, because I told her, I was like, yeah. I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. She's like, it's okay. Miss Cohen, that's, she's the best. That's something I go through too. There's like an anger factor to this whole thing too. It's interesting. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Like there was this douchebag sitting next to me at, at my parent at my mom's house, and he starts fucking talking politics. <laughs> and he's eighty something years old. Oh god. And I'm like, I you know, I I, I don't want to intimidate anybody, but I can. Yeah. And I put my hand on his thigh and I said, not now and not here. And he kept going. Oh God. And I'm like, he's like, you want to live under a dictatorship under Trump? And I started squeezing his thigh and I said, not now. <laughs> okay. You're talking to the wrong guy. You probably thought you, you were flirting. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he had like a Hitler mustache too. Oh Jesus! What the <laughs> fuck? What, dude? People are interesting, especially old people. I'm like, dude, you got the wrong look. You got the wrong speech. Shut the fuck up. Uh, but but no, going back going back to your question, uh, when it's people that I care about, I just give them a hug. Thank you. And yeah. I say, I love you. Yeah. Whatever you need. Yeah. And that's it, because sorry doesn't do it. My, no, it's like don't. it's like I know how you feel. Shut the fuck up. You don't know how I feel, like because <sighs> you don't feel what that person feels because you didn't have the relationship with that person that that person did. Yeah. So it's like you don't know what I feel. Yeah. I don't know what I feel. I'm yeah. figuring this shit out. Yeah. Like how did uh, Stephanie handle it when her dad passed? Still handling. I think I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like she handled it way weirdly well. good yeah. <laughs> weirdly well because my well. my wife lost her parents on the same day both died the same day and i'm like yeah, yeah it was pretty weird Jesus. and she still hasn't really cried over it i'm like how are you doing this 
because I lose it at the drop of a hat. I I I saw Steph cry. She cried definitely when we found out. That's right. a, that's a moment I'll never forget. I remember when her phone rang, and the time it was, the date was, it yeah. was Fourth of July. Right away, I was like, "That's not good." And then she, I yeah, heard, remember you were in Pennsylvania. Yep, remember? we yeah. were on the Poconos, and all I heard was "What?" And I looked at my mom, and I was like, "John passed away." Oh shit! My mom's like, "Yep," and we we knew, we just yeah. knew. Um, and then she cried that night and that day, and then she's you know she has her moments, but I think it's also very different because we saw the mental and physical deterioration. Yeah, it was a long where you time. You kind of just coming. get to a point where you're like, he's kind of not been here already for a while. Mm, but it's still the impact when it happens. Oh, yeah. My kids still bring it up all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they're young and like Benny doesn't like talking about it. Right. Um, but Juliana will be like, you know, when's Poppy coming back? And it's like, he's not. Like, he's not coming back. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, you know, one of the reasons why we do new year's eve well not one of the reasons but it is a something why we'll probably keep doing it we do new year's eve with shannon is you know she recently lost her husband or i should say uh, last october last october november so he's got two eight-year-old kids who you know trying to process it yeah so he brian used to like uh he loved his diet coke so we do like a diet coke toast uh for brian (laughs) that's beautiful and then we put like a little dc right next to his picture uh but like you know, like the son like didn't want to be there for that. Like the second we're like we're gonna toast to you know Brian, he's like nope, and just walked out. Yeah. So it's tough, and you know everyone deals with it differently. And I just think that sometimes the don't give advice, don't give explanations, don't get you know religious or political. Oh man, you're so right. Let the person know you love them. Yeah. Because at that moment, that's really all you want. Because you're you're probably upset because the person you lost. Not just that you cared about them, but they cared about you. And now that's one less person in this world. So you just got to let them know. But I enjoyed that we had yeah, a lot of really jujitsu people showing up. I was like, hey. I was so happy with that. Because I said to my wife, I go, uh, she goes, do you really want to do this? You know, because we had the Shiva up in Parsippany with my with my uh, brothers and everything. And they got all these people coming, all these people coming. And I said, I didn't want to schlep all my friends up there to Parsippany. Let, let them just do it at the house. So when people started coming and coming and coming and coming in, I'm like, oh my God, this feels so good. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, I, I just don't know what to tell you. I'm so happy that I, I'm, I'm a part of this school and a part of like the people that are here. All bullshit aside. I mean, it's just, I, I'm going to get all weepy here, but yeah. um, God damn, it sucks. Well, it's funny you said that, uh, not to change the subject. No, but, that's right. Um, you know, when people open up a school, your first thought is like, I want to have like these real tough black belts and I want to have world <laughs> right. champions. Yeah, yeah. And for me, it was like, I wanted that, but that was never what it was about. Like, I always just yeah. wanted, I used to tell people like, I want to open up like a cheers with chokes. Like, I <laughs> want to like, 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 I want it to be a place where you can come in and like, forget about your problems and your lives. And, you know, everybody knows your name. And You're just making the way in the world today. Yeah. You know, with everything, everything you've got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. There were two moments this week where I was like just so happy that this school exists, and it reminded me of like why why I do this. Because I wouldn't have had this. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I wouldn't yeah. have had this if I was just at a gym lifting weights. I wouldn't have had this if 
you know, I, I, I was in a yoga class. I maybe get some, you know, like weirdo chicks showing up yeah, at my house, yeah, like giving me best. lung beans or something. Give me all the beans. Maybe, that, <laughs> maybe, maybe that would have been a little bit better. Instead of the guys coming in, it would have been nice getting some yeah. yoga chicks in my house. Yeah. Oh, why? What, what are these people doing here? Like downward dog. <laughs> but uh, but no, but but you know, one was, uh, you know, Ben, sub bouncer. Yeah. Was here with his uh, his fiance Hannah, and she did a move, and she was like, "Oh my god, I did it!" And she started like laughing, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and something about the way she reacted, I was like, "Yeah, like that's why I want to have a jujitsu school, like so people yeah. can do like cool shit that they don't think they and like be proud of yourself for doing something new. Right. People stop being new at stuff, you know, after college, and you know, walking into your house and seeing like I walked in there, and I think it was like you know I thought I was getting there pretty early. And I get there, there's already like four guys there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then more were coming. Good more guys, coming. too. And it's, it was everyone. I have to say, it, you brought the best subs, by the way. Uh, hey, tasty sub. Well, no, I'm not just tasty blowing sub, smoke baby. up your skirt here. It was really good. <laughs> Listen, I didn't make them. If you live in Jersey, you got to go to tasty subs. They're the best. The best. I was like, <laughs> I got something. Good. I got something good. for Roy. It was good. Um, that and the duck donuts. Holy shit. Yeah, they're good. good. They're good. But we had it was just it was nice seeing everybody show up, yeah. you know, from Will Harz, who's been here for a while, you know, Steve was there, you know, Craig, Craig who's a, you know, white belt. But then you get, you know, Max and Manny are there. Yeah. And it's like Yeah. But that's it meant a lot to, to that's a testament to you, man. You've impacted a lot of people at this uh, academy and a lot of people genuinely, truly love you. And I'm one I of those people. It. I appreciate it. I, it's just like I said, it's uh I, I was curious. When you did go through it mm-hmm. did your personality change a little bit did you become a little bit more like sort of not angry but just like quieter ah it did unfortunately yeah um I, I, because i was 17 yeah that's what i'm trying to kind of get my mind around it, it was just one of those things where you realized mortality right and it puts and then for me uh it was it was the first time I truly learned that life doesn't give a shit about your fucking plans. Right. Because the night before my grandma passed away, um, it was a Sunday night, we were talking about our next football home game. Right. Yeah, which yeah. was in two weeks, and we were going to do the senior night. Uh-huh. And I told her, I was like, you know, you're going to wear my varsity jacket. I'm going to wheel you out to the 50-yard line. Right, It'll be you, me, and mom. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. they're going to say your name. I was like, everyone's going to look at you. Right, right, right. And she was like, oh, my God. I don't know if I want all those people looking at me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, nah. I was like, it's cool. You get, like, flowers. Right, right. And, you know, she died the next day. So it was uh, it was bittersweet when that senior night came because I just I think I kept my helmet on the whole time. Right. Yeah. Like, some of the kids kept them on. I just kept mine on the whole time and just kind of cried. I barely remember it, to be yeah, honest yeah. with you. Did you Have you ever had to do a eulogy? Uh, for John, okay. not a eulogy, but I did go up there and read something. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, but but it 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 almost like it peels back the curtain. A you realize bit, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. this is all, and it's important to the people that are there because they're getting context, they're getting background. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it, it, it. I think that's really, really uh, an important part of the whole uh, healing process to be able to like tell their story. Yeah, it, and it. You just learn a lot. Now, the one other thing I did learn when my grandma passed away, mm-hmm. you know, we grew up Jehovah's Witness, 
And, you know, my grandma was, you know, would preach and would give Bible studies and do this. And, you know, uh, you know, she worked in Trenton public schools for a while as like a lunch lady. Like these are all things I didn't know. And, you know, we did the, the funeral services at a kingdom hall and the one in Trenton and Ewing specifically is, it's a fairly big one. The main hall holds about you know, hundred people. Second room holds like another 75 and the one in the back holds like another 50. And. I remember like as people were like coming by paying their respects, it was just so crowded. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this is a lot of fucking people. And I remember I was like, you know what? She didn't, I knew my grandma one way, but I was like, all these people like knew enough about her to come in. And I was like living a life worth remembering, like impact people. Cause then you never really die. You're always alive. You know, like your mom's not here. John's not here. My grandma's not here. Yeah. But somehow, you know, over a thousand people are going to hear this episode and they're going to know about them and they yeah. live on forever. Yeah. I'm sure. Just to say, um, you'll say that at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> you'll talk about me at my funeral. I'm like, yeah, well, they're all going to know about you. Believe me, they're not going to hold anything back on you. And it's just. Uh. Just Mary Lou says the same thing. It just sucks. I go, just. Mary Lou, you're gonna bury me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, love you, brother. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. So now let me get to a better topic. So I'm at the mall for Christmas time. <laughs> I don't know how that's better. The mall no, is so I got to get off of this topic. The I, mall is so depressing. I got to get off of this topic. I'm gonna okay. start crying and again because uh, what you were talking about is when you're a football player with your helmet on, I. That must have really sucked. I don't remember much of it. Yeah. But it was not fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, fun fun doesn't enter the conversation. It's not how I had pictured it. All right. So anyway, before my mom passed away, I was at the mall like right before Christmas because we haven't recorded for a bit. Yeah. And uh, I went to the mall toilet, the mall bathroom. It was a pretty spiritual experience for me. Why? What happened? Because I'm sitting on the toilet. Which mall? This is Bridgewater Mall. Okay, nice mall. Nice mall. <laughs> this is the bathroom right by Sephora, and I'm uh, I'm on the toilet, <laughs> and I'm hearing this beautiful music. Oh, that's choir nice. Choir there. Yeah. And and like I'm just like this is a really spiritual like moment here. All my shits are spiritual. I'll say that <laughs> yeah. right now. I mean, all bullshit is. <laughs> so i'm i wanted to i don't know why i actually wrote it down on my phone i'm saying i gotta bring this up in the podcast like it was that like impactful listen i'm not gonna judge because i know exactly what you're talking about okay good the new terminal a at newark airport yeah when you get a nice toilet experience oh my god (laughs) they have their stalls they're like you know like they're very high stalls, and yeah. the door, it's so door to the get floor. get a sense of privacy. Door to the floor, no one can see. Because nice. let's be honest, like, we all know like someone <laughs> takes a shit, they're blowing up, you kind of look at the shoes like, Absolutely. that guy. Right? And that you know who guy. it is. You know, this is pure privacy. Right. But the inside, they wallpapered with like bamboo. So it looks like you're in a forest. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh my God. I, it was so nice. First time I used it, I took a picture and I sent it to my family. I'm like, this is going to be a great trip. Look at my toilet right now. My sister's like, why are you taking a shit so early in the morning? I was like, why are you concerned about my bowel movements right now? I'm regular. This is what I do. It's what I do. 
Especially when I go people, on these eight people are fucking jealous. Yeah. Of fucking regular haters. people. I gotta I gotta say. It took work, but you gotta do it. <laughs> it took work. <laughs> it took I was twelve years old. Dude, I, I got diagnosed with like hemorrhoids at like thirteen years old. <laughs> Yeah. Ow. So part of like what were you wiping your ass with sandpaper? Too much fucking information right now. But I was diagnosed with spina bifida, and then not just the spina bifida, but like my tailbone also never fully formed. Oh, so where there should be something mm. like you know for like my my oh it's so horrible for like my rectum, there's not. So there's just like like just a lot coming out, and it fucked up my asshole when I was a kid. So because it was so painful, I would like not try to go, and then it would be worse. <laughs> So the doctor was like, you know, stool softener. This is fucking terrible that I'm talking about. It. Fuck it. People got to know. If you got hemorrhoids, it's a real problem. Hemorrhoids uh, are the real deal, man. Horrible. So he was like, every morning, pick a time, sit on the toilet, just sit. Uh-huh. Teach your body like we're going to go. So every day before school, my mom would be like, you better sit on that toilet. I'm like, all right. Uh, so this was a team effort. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my mom was just tired of, you know, me like complaining about like my asshole bleeding and just like blood all over the place. Um. That was a fun experience. The doctor had to check my butt, but my mom's in the office because, like, I'm a kid. So, like, I got, like, bend over, finger getting shoved up my ass. There's my mom, like, is this okay? Is this right. not? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, yeah, you, so, <laughs> hemorrhoids. Then I moved in with Steph. Here's another thing. I moved in with Steph, and I had to tell her, like, hey, just a heads up. <clears throat> you know, I got hemorrhoids. She's like, what the fuck is that? I was like, basically, you know, my asshole just gets very, uh, you know, it kind of swells up. There's some flames. Stress can cause it too. I would imagine. When I'm stressed, oh, it's horrible. Right. So she's like, what do you do for that? I was like, so I was like, every now and then I got to take these suppositories. And they're like these little white preparation H. Yeah. Um, and they, she started calling them elf penises because like, they're, they're like these little white ones. Dude, she walked in on me one time. It was the most embarrassing thing of my life. Cause I'm like sticking a suppository up your ass. Yeah, cause I'm like wow. one one leg on the on the toilet. <laughs> I'm like hunched over the sink. It's like you're putting a tampon in. in. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, they and, have they have to go through that. Women, yeah, so. but this is worse because here's the thing: like once it like gets in, your asshole like sucks it up. It's like, and you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a soft suppository? It is. Does it any, is. Any like stuff come out or like? No, it feels like it. It feels like you're shitting yourself. Like if like, but it's not. It's just kind of melting. And you know what that reminds me of? The prison. first time. <laughs> no, well that yeah. The first time I had a steady girlfriend. This is the first time. Roy, be sex very with careful. With no, I know. Tread lightly now. Okay. No one knows who she is. First time. I come back thinking I'm all like great and everything like that. And the next day I woke up and there was like all sorts of like white things on my weenie at the time. Like warts? No, like white, like little pieces of soap almost. Oh. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because I knew nothing about that. Oh, she Turns a- out it was a, uh, you know, a fungal, antifungal that, that uh, she had to use. That's phenomenal pretty good story she was using right? an anti i was hoping Wait, she is like, that the good uh, stuff is i was hoping it was orgasm that, is that the kind of story people want man to so she had anti-fun what was what was yeah. the fungus going on down there who knows i mean <laughs> you got mushrooms on your dick I mean, that's, that's, I'm, <laughs> i literally pull my buddy over and go what the fuck is this that's why you got married so young you're like i can't show this around like i can't be walking around with like you know looking like i'm fucking mario brothers over here with <laughs> a mushroom on my cock this is not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got Laney, you're like, we're out. 
but walk away from the table. It, but like, it must have been so embarrassing for me to say something to her, which of course I did, like because I'm a jerk off. And uh, you got to. I, I'm like, baby, what is this? I'm like, yo, fuck face, what is this? <laughs> what, is this? what is this? Let's talk about what's going on in my deck. It's like heads up, please. Okay, that's exactly what it is. And the sex was quite good, though. Yeah. So there must have been. <laughs> I do have one question about your mm-hmm. ass, though, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about my hemorrhoids. It's a real fucking thing. So this is not. This is internal hemorrhoids. It sounds like. Yeah. Because if it's external, that means you're doing something. Yeah, like I don't have like wrong or. Yeah, like, I don't have like the baboon ass or anything. That's like what that. I'm getting at. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's this because is an internal thing. Yeah, oh, because so my you my get a pass for that, that part didn't properly develop right. and like it's all fucked up. <laughs> So it's fucked. It's a fucking mess. Fucking I'm just wondering mess. what like what Steph must be thinking in the beginning of a relationship to start hearing that sort of. Well, stuff. we're a year in at that point, but we're no, living okay. together. So I got to learn like, hey, so every now love, and then, there's love there. She's more concerned. She's not like saying what the fuck. Yeah, it's like you know, it's hey, every now and then I gotta shove these up my ass. Which, by the way, <laughs> I've maintained my diet. I've maintained my stress levels. I have not had to use an elf penis you, in like two years. So two or three years. It's been a You're while. the man. <laughs> you know, I still have to use, every now and then I'll have to use like the preparation H wipes. Like I'm like, oh shit. But if I feel it coming on, I'm like, all right, I need to fucking relax. Right. Breathe. One last toilet question too. Here we go. You said yeah. you had the bamboo. Oh yeah. Okay. How is the toilet paper though? Because that's so important. It was it was the shitty cheap kind. Ah, oh, see that ruins it for me. But I don't mind the shitty cheap kind because I'm not paying for it. So you I just double up on it. Yeah, you double up on it. Yeah, it's fine with me. <laughs> it's fine with me. I, I How prefer great is it when you get like real good toilet paper. Oh, you're. It's almost like who's doing yeah. this? Yeah. Who's doing this? I will say that about England. There was some really really good toilet paper over there. I'm so. a big I'm a big bidet guy. <laughs> I've never experienced a bidet. There, oh, you can't go back. You can't go back. Yeah. Especially when it has like a little like blow dryer on it. It's like, it's like, oh my God. You walk away, your ass like makes a little squeaky noise. It's, it's, like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's good. I've never had that experience. I'll enjoy it. One last question, then we'll get into the topic. That looked like a really cool party you threw for your kid. Juliana's party. Oh, her, her, her fifth birthday that party? That was a cool party. Some yeah, of those man. pictures were great. She, that's like something she will always remember. I think it was dope. It was a lot. It was the, the place I mean, is down. They set in, it up so beautifully. The place is down in Brick. Okay. Yeah, you called them up. That's you, a ride. It, it was an hour and a half. It was okay. fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> we got up that day. I remember the night before. I was like, Steph, how far is the drive? She's like, an hour and a half. I was like, where are we going? Exactly. She's like, Brick. I'm like, what? what? You couldn't find anything closer. I'm like, Steph, my friends live up here. We got just right. driving an hour. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> She's like, it's a nice place. But you you tell them the theme. They do mm. everything. Wow, what a great idea. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Juliana looks like she was having a ball. Blast. They do makeup, hair, nails. They did that. Beansy Boy just had his first wrestling tournament. He looked fantastic, man. He went two and one. Okay. He went two and one. First match, he got a pin. Okay. Uh, which is, hey, this is right out the fucking gate. Let's <laughs> right. go. You want to talk about a confidence boost? Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, blast double, elevated. I mean, he telegraphed the move, but there was nothing that kid could do, which was so age, beautiful about it. Exactly, it, exactly. Um, got a pin the first match. Uh, second match, same thing. Got the takedown. He went for his single leg with the inside trip. That's his go-to move that right, him and right, Max right. have been working on for like three years nice. at this point. Uh, and then the kid turtled up and once he's on top of you, he's not getting off. No. If, one, if we can teach him a half Nelson, 
to roll him onto a pin, he'll be in good in a good position. But right now, I'm pretty confident he can get up and everything. Then the last match, uh, he lost. But I feel bad saying this. I don't feel like the kid beat him. He just lost. Okay. Because it was like ride time or uh, points. No, it was uh, Benny would Benny gets the takedown, gets on the kid's back, starts moving around, and then he'd fall to his butt. Oh, you kind of slipped off the kid. He'd slip off the kid. I get it. And then you know jujitsu, he'd be like, "Oh, I can play here." So we're right. screaming, "Get yeah, to yeah, your yeah. belly! Get to your belly!" So now he gets the kid gets reversal points, mm. then he gets back points. I get it. I so get now it. Benny rolls over, stands up, breaks away, gets another takedown. Meanwhile, like, yeah, like, Benny's getting three points for this, four points for this. That kid just got seven points. Exactly. Yeah. So he won 19, yeah, he won 19 to 11, but it's like... That's eh. a lot of points. Well, he gets two points for the reversal, I believe, and then four points for you right. know, back time. Because yeah, Benny's yeah. fighting off his back, so there's six mm. points right there. You do that once each round. Lesson learned, though. It's know? so funny. We got in the car. He's like, walking over. He goes, dad, dad. Next time, I want them to raise my hand for every fight. And I'm <laughs> like, Benny, it. you did so great today. I'm so proud of you. I'm like, do you know why you did so well today? And I wanted to, I'm like, I was like, because you've been training, you're focused. Right, right, right. He looks at me, he goes, because I'm a dog. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you win. But another one of our jujitsu kids, Everett, he's also on the team. Everett went 5 and 0. Oh, wow. Which he's like the sweetest, nicest kid in class. Right. Doesn't like going for takedowns. Doesn't want to hurt his teammates. Then he goes out there and wrestles and he's Kills a monster. Him. Wow. And then we have, you know, Delaney and Layla who are also wrestling and I think they've got like one <laughs> loss between the two of them just That's amazing. Eh, these jujitsu kids are doing all right. Fucking hey. I doing mean, all right. A, I was asking Max cuz we were talking about it yesterday at uh at my house. I just said what is the the natural segue from wrestling to jujitsu and vice versa? In other words, you just mentioned that when he got to his back, no, 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 no that's a no-no in wrestling. It's almost like you got to have to have that. Uh... He he was able to switch his hips though and get back to his belly. Okay, and I think that's from jujitsu. But now he'll learn how to go there. But the one thing that I think was great in here, whenever he'd go for takedowns, he's getting he's get caught in guillotines. So when I said Benny, oh, there's, there's, no, no, there's yeah. no chokes in wrestling, right, yeah. his eyes lit up. Yeah. He's like, they can't choke me. And I was like, nope. <laughs> and he goes, he loves it. Max saw him a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago. He goes, what's up, Benny? He goes, how are you, dude? He's like, you missed jujitsu? He goes, no, I like the other jujitsu better. He's like, what? Really? And then he's like, oh, you mean wrestling? He goes, yep, they can't choke me in wrestling, so I can take them down. <laughs> That's really he's interesting. Just, he's just doubling all these kids. Wow, that's really so, interesting. We'll see. You know, he had a good first <laughs> yeah. week. It's only going to get harder. So, all right. you know, but last week was nice. Got it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Last week, got it. All right, my friend. This is the uh, subject. Comedy. I always wanted to talk to you about this because it's like I think of you as a pretty fucking funny dude. I agree. Some people, my wife doesn't agree, but you know. <laughs> well, I need to like understand that you don't have to be on, you're not on stage or this and that. 
I just need to understand your thoughts on this. So first off, what is comedy? Comedy is the art of taking uncomfortable conversations and presenting them in a way that make them acceptable and hilarious. Okay, I like that. So in other words, like you take the moment, like let's let's take a, uh, a situation where someone like trips. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my fucking favorite. That's what I was I don't get care at. if it's a 90-year-old woman with a cane and groceries. <laughs> if where, she falls, is, I'm losing. <laughs> What's the comedy there? Because you're not saying anything. It's just pure comedy. But that's that's the comedy. Okay. It's the act of falling, <laughs> someone losing it. And what makes it even funnier is, when they is that you shouldn't be laughing at her. That's what, Okay. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. Like right now. I just heard Joe Rogan said this. He said that Ari Shafir says all the time, he goes, comedy's fun again because comedy's dangerous again. Yes, yes. He's like, and what he means by that is, you know, for a while people could do whatever they want. He goes, Mm -hmm. but now everyone's like so offended that you need to, if you're going to say something, it better be airtight. Because but, but you're going to piss funny. off. But that's not funny when you're like watching out. No, not watching out. But it's like, say what you want to say, but be ready to rebut it. Be ready to have a comeback. Mm-hmm. Like, be a Dave Chappelle. Be like, say it. Say right. the things that are going to piss people off. And when they get pissed off, come back with come it. Back with come more back with more it with and more. more. Wow. There was a, I remember going to a uh, comedy show maybe about three or four years ago when this whole like PC shit started coming down. Every single comedian started their act with... I'm not racist, but I'm not racist, but and it just ruined the moment. It ruined the joke. Because now it's like you're not being free. Like be right. free. that's what that's what it is. Be open. Do what you're gonna do. Just say what you're gonna say. And listen, not everyone's gonna like it. Right. It's gonna piss people off. But it might get people thinking. Without a doubt. Have you seen the new Chappelle? I was just about to say that whole uh setup with uh, Jim Carrey. I knew right away where he was going. Oh, you did know that? Uh, okay. I didn't, started, I didn't I know like, where he was coming up from. As soon as he was like, I had to pretend. I was like, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sat there, giddy. I'm yeah. like, do it, do it, do it, do it. And when he did it, I was like, I was, fucking did it. I was like, oh my God. It was such a payoff. Oh, it was so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. Not to give anything away, but mm-hmm. I do I do find myself like every now in the car, just be like, Welcome to my world. I'm like, that's the <laughs> dumbest joke, but I laugh so hard at it every right. time. He's a, he's fantastic at what he does. We're getting back to the uh, to the uh, the falls, the trips. Did you ever? There was one where this news reporter was doing one of those like uh, those pieces where she has to like talk about a, a vine, like a uh, a vineyard mm-hmm. with winery and everything, and she's there crushing grapes, crushing grapes, that kind of thing, and then she falls out of the vat. And the whole time, I mean, it's just so funny. And she's like, oh, oh. And it was a newscast. Uh, <laughs> it was just so beautiful. How about I, the one you sent me of that chicken uh, in Canada who's walking along, she's being interviewed, and it's great to run in this oh weather. Oh, my God. That, that's my favorite one. That is my favorite one. I get so excited when we get like, you know, flurries coming because that one reappears. I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much. That is my favorite video for so many reasons. Right. All right. Number one, it's her fucking voice. Her and her that's, stupid boyfriend. Yeah. They remind me of like the couple. It's that like lives, a comeuppance. That's great. They remind me of the couple that lives next door to the Griswolds in National Lampoon's Christmas <laughs> right. Vacation. Like that's who they are. And then Julia, there's like, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in that. Yes. And that other douchebag. Yeah, yes. I remember. And then there's like, then it's like her voice. She's like, yeah, I love running in the snow. No, she's like, <laughs> it's like, 
this is the perfect texture for running. Right. It's, <laughs> it's very, it's very like less resistant for your knees and it's dry snow. So it doesn't, your feet don't get, first of all, what the fuck is dry snow? I've never, last time I checked snow is just, you know, frozen, frozen water, water yeah, exactly. and water is wet. Right. She says, this is dry snow. What are you talking about? Right. So I hate her right away. And then there's her boyfriend like, oh, thank you. You know, you know. So white bread too. You know he doesn't want to be going for a run no because way. his outfit looks like shit. Right. Meanwhile, she's got matching gloves. She was, right. She's like, we're running today, Steve. Right. We're not going to let weather. <laughs> when motivation fails you, Steve, you rely on discipline. I can fucking hear her. I can hear her talking about what they're going to eat for dinner yeah. and counting macros. I can hear just being a fucking bitch. Right. And then they're like, all right, we'll have a good one. She's like, good night. And when you see those three steps, one, two, three, smack. Right on her when ass. her fucking head bounces off the pavement. Oh, God. I can't get enough payoff. of it. I can't get enough of it. And you know the boyfriend's kind of like, I told you we should have stayed inside. <laughs> that is my favorite fucking video of all all time of all time if you want to make me happy just send me that video on a random monday Smi- i'm smiling now wait so, I how, so people it. could look it up it's it's what like woman, i don't know like like woman being interviewed as she runs in the snow and falls yeah woman jogger falls in snow <laughs> okay look up dry snow like with the and it's dry snow so your feet don't get all wet and that's how she said it too she goes plus it's dry snow so your feet don't get all wet <laughs> Like she knows something we don't know. Like, right. like hi, television anchor. Do you know about dry snow? Your feet don't get wet. Right. It's the perfect texture for running. No, it's not. It's fucking snow. <laughs> it's slippery and cold. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? All right. Now, would it have been funnier if she died? Face- yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Would it have been funnier if she face planted or if she went on her ass? No. I'm thinking face plant would have been funnier. Here's here's See, why. That's I'm what saying. I mean by comedy. Okay. Here's why I don't say face plant. Okay. Because in the video they're running downhill. Right. So if she would have face planted, it would have led to like a slide. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think that would have been funnier. Her chest would have hit first. Okay. With her falling backwards, <laughs> yeah. you still get that slide. Right. But it's the back of her head <laughs> bouncing. Bouncing off the concrete. Because it's funny because not only did she fall, she <laughs> really could have gotten hurt. Right. And that makes it great. Because it's like, I wanted you to fall and I wanted you to get hurt. And now I feel bad for laughing because this is what I wanted and I'm a bad person. No way. Comedy is comedy. But that's what makes comedy funny. Exactly. Like you're laughing at shit you shouldn't be laughing at. That's and it makes you feel great, like, you're like I really shouldn't laugh at this. It's like, yeah, but you're laughing because you kind of think it. <laughs> Have you seen? Everybody's like that. You're not on Instagram right now. Yes, I am. You're, but you're not on it. I'm not. I just get you're a not pile of jujitsu you're like, videos. You're like at the nightclub, but you're like hanging out at the fucking bar, talking to the bartender. Like, okay. no, nah, like I'm on the dance floor fucking doing bumps <laughs> on a key. Like, I'm like, woo, I'm in Instagram. I get it, I get it. Okay. Um, <laughs> the whole thing right now is all these memes of, uh, of uh, Stephen Hawking. Oh, my God. I've seen a few of those. Dude, I've spent- They're hilarious. I've spent days- days just going back and forth sending people memes of Stephen Hawking I I don't think I've seen one <laughs> twice yet there's just there's so many and it makes my heart smile because it's such a horrible situation yeah. Yeah. but it's like this is terrible these people shouldn't have done that 
but Stephen Hawking? Yeah, I and then you that. find out what he's into, and it's like, please, please stop. Yes. It's too much. Yeah. Stephen Hawking. Thank God like, he's dead. Stephen know? Hawking, <laughs> so like little midgets, little midgets on blackboards that were too tall for them, so they'd have to like <laughs> jump to solve equations. <laughs> this is, is this real? That is funny, too. Though. I, dude. Midget humor how, is great. How can you not get enough of it? I know. I'm like, this, it writes itself. It writes <laughs> itself. The best thing that could have happened to Bill Clinton is Stephen Hawking. Oh, my God. Like, look at the birdie over here. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. Stephen Hawking. Dude, I can't get I tell everyone, you like, if you the, got one, send it. I want to laugh. Did you ever see the um, on Family Guy where they have Stephen Hawking, like, having sex with his girlfriend but they're not having sex and everything has to go through that vocoder yes oh baby this feels great Uh, oh i think i have seen that yes she's like slow down please (laughs) it's just fucking hilarious those shows are written so well like the family guys because they do have a a touch of like you know uh social awareness yes but they kind of turn it on its head and they're like we're gonna make fun of this yeah south park is the best at it I, I got to get into that show. I've never really like... Uh... Here's what you got to do with South Park. Okay. And, and this is the fun thing with South Park is they made Comedy Central so much money mm-hmm. in 1997 when they right. first appeared that they can literally do and say whatever Anything. they want now. Right. Yeah. Like they're, just, they're just grandfathered in. Right. And the show was so controversial mm-hmm. 25 years ago or... Yeah, 25, 26 years ago at this point. That was one longer and uncut? Oh, that yeah. Movie? Okay. Yeah. Well, like probably like two years before that. Okay. If you couldn't get rid of them then, you're not getting rid of them. Oh, then. no, no. And because here's the thing. If you're complaining about South Park offending you at this point, it's almost like, where have you been? It's right. like, that's what they do. Yeah. Like they, they, they didn't come out, you know, six months ago doing this. No, no. They've been doing this for 25 years. Right. Just leave them alone. That's the level that's that what I they put. Do. That's the level that I put Chappelle in, though. You know, when he had his show, he could go anywhere with that show. He couldn't. You know what I'm but saying? Again, Comedy Central. He Comedy bought them Central, in a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, exactly. And he was, you know, that. Now we're talking 2003, 2004. Right. Um. But this is why you can't cancel Chappelle either. The man canceled himself. Yeah. Exactly. He said, He's, "I don't need your shit. I'm out of here." Someone who's willing to walk, and this is advice for men too, mm-hmm. when you're dating a girl. Someone who's willing to walk away is a very dangerous, dangerous person. Dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because good. you can't control them. All right. Who is, you don't have to name names if you don't want to, but who is the funniest person you know, but what makes them funny? Oh, man. Funniest person I know? Me. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Then what, all right. What makes you funny? I don't know. I just talk about the shit that I think is funny. I'll give you a few things that I think makes you funny. Number one. Oh, can we not do this and what makes me funny thing? It's weird. I'm just curious. All right, then pick somebody else. Um, I think my sister's hilarious. Okay. I don't know. Hilarious. (laughs) So here's where my sister's funny. My sister is funny because she will say downright ruthless things. Okay. With no hesitation whatsoever. (laughs) Okay. And absolutely mean it. But then she'll like end it with like a smile. And I'm like, like she's so ruthless with the things that she says that it makes it hilarious. So she's not afraid of physical confrontation she's not afraid of yeah, verbal confrontation. okay right so she'll say the things that she doesn't like about so she's someone fearless in yeah words. so she'll start with like 
you know, they think they're so much better than everyone, blah, blah, blah. Right. And she's like, I don't know why they feel that way. You ever see that motherfucker's feet? You ever see their <laughs> shoes? And she started, I'm like, yo, what are you doing? She goes, it's true. She goes, plus that one time his breath stank. And I'm like, I, I she's hilarious. Um, Cause she's an absolute savage. Right. Uh, so my sister, my sister cracks me up. Like, like, for example, my mom got sick at Thanksgiving uh-huh. and my sister's like, are you really that upset about not seeing mom? She goes, you knew it wasn't going to be fun the second I said I wasn't right. going to come. It's like, <laughs> it's so like, wow. Like I, you really said that, but it's hilarious. Um, and I was like, you're right. Like it wasn't going to be fun when you weren't coming. So I'll give you one. The funniest guy I've ever known was this big fat guy. Oh, he's got to be funny. Now, to distract he was you from how funny fat he for is. two reasons. Number one, I would I would literally pay him to run just to watch like the body going around and and this that. But it, what made him so incredibly funny is that like everyone knew that was going to be the joke against him, you know, the fat guy jokes. Mm-hmm. But he would go where your sister went, yeah, and he would you know absolutely wreck people with that and i'm just like you're the funniest fucking dude i've ever known well because here's the thing he knows everyone's gonna attack him for being fat that's exactly it it's almost like people only have like a one kind of attack in jujitsu and as long as i defend it boom i got the rest of the uh and then he's gonna attack everything on you that you weren't even aware of exactly it's fair game it's like b rabbit at the end of eight mile tell these people something they don't know about me that's a great line exactly and he shits on i remember the louis anderson joke speaking of, of fat guy comedians he would like come out and he'd move the mic stand. He goes, here, let me move this so you could see me. I mean, it's just like absolutely oh, disarm, <laughs> disarm the whole thing, you know? Let me see. Who <laughs> or, like, else we got? Or he was talking about like when he would walk into a buffet and all the, like the Chinese food owners would be like, oh no, here he comes. <laughs> Louis Anderson was hilarious he at was one point. funny, dude. He was funny. He had a nice little run. He really he had did. a nice little run. Um, let's see. Who are else? Fat, are fat people like funnier though? I think they have to. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. But like, I, yeah. I always used to say, when I see a fat woman, I feel badly. But when I see a fat guy, I think they're funny. I think, they, I think they're jolly. They find a way. They yeah, find a way. That's what I'm saying. But that's the thing. As, as a guy in this world, you, you better find a way. Because the oh, world's not going to give you shit. The world ain't going to give you shit. Like, exactly. like, if you're a 300-pound woman, you know, not to be like, you know, women and men. But if you're like a woman, you know, people will be like, oh, man, it's unfortunate. But they'll still be nice to you. Yes. You won't be nice to a 300-pound man. No. Like, no, yo, no. Get, get out of my way, you fat fuck. <laughs> exactly. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. He's just trying to get a straw for his Starbucks. Right. It's like, motherfucker should get a water. Like, it's like, <laughs> like they're just, you're mean. Like, people are fucking mean. Um, two more people I'm going to say that I think are hilarious. There you go. Uh, my best friend, Sean Carner, cracks me up. He's okay. hilarious. Guy's a great dude, too. Very talented cook. Yep. Where's the comedy and what makes him funny? I think it's the same thing as my sister. He just says shit. Just says it's, shit. It's so ruthless. <laughs> it's like so savage where I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you're crazy. Uh, he's kind of like, I, I, I've had a couple of conversations with Sean. He's like really dead, you know, deadpan. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah. He's not like telling jokes. He's really oh, oh, straight. I'll get him telling jokes. When we, him and I, <laughs> when we throw a couple back, it's a good time. Okay. Um, Grant's also hilarious. Uh, no one makes Grant funny differently. Grant's just got like this sweet like sense of humor about him. Okay. Like he'll make fun of like little situations and like little scenarios. And, uh-huh. like, it's just fucking funny. Uh, he can tell a good story. My aunt Sally okay. is hands down probably one of the funniest people I've ever met. That's amazing because I was, I was going to 
get to the whole thing of men versus women, but okay. My aunt Selena is one of the funniest people I've ever met. She was, even as a kid, like I kind of learned how to tell a joke because of listening to her. Like I would listen to her tell stories to her friends and like she had like comedic timing and people would say like, yeah, why don't you try doing this when you were like, yeah, people tell like, why don't you try doing this for real? But you know, she just never pursued it. But you know, it, it, like people don't realize how hard stand up is. Like someone's got to go up there and tell a joke and act like it's the first time they're saying mm-hmm. it. Like that's not easy. You, you got to bring the energy to the. Uh, that's why comedians story. transition to acting very well. Yeah. Like people are like, oh my god, I never knew Jim Carrey could act. It's like he does it every night, Robin pretending was it's the, the same yeah. way. It's like they're pretending it's the first time they said they yeah. said this. So, plus I think there's a lot of trauma in people who are funny, and that's why they learn to be funny because if they, you know, it's like the it's like the crying clown. It's like if I'm not laughing, I'm crying. Um, so I think there's a lot of but truth to that. Do you like it when comedians like make that transition to serious? I don't want to see that. Like when Will Ferrell does a movie that's not funny, I'm like, I don't want to see this. I do. Unless it blows me away. I do because I feel like I get to see more of them when I see that. Right. Like when you're telling jokes, I'm like, mm, but when they're just being themselves, like Chappelle had that one little part in, um, a star is born mm. and I got, I feel like I'm like, that's, that's him. Okay. All right. So like you that's who he is. Yeah. See, like when I watched like uh, the guy that played Al Bundy in Married with Children, he was so incredibly hilarious on Married with Children. Mm-hmm. And now he's on that new show, Modern Family. And I'm like, he's not Al Bundy. And it's, no. he's not funny. He's not. And I'm like, God, I get. Oh, bored. I disagree. I think he's hilarious. He's okay. Nothing like. You don't find him funny because he's representing your demographic. Well, <laughs> old dudes <laughs> who are marrying some like young chick. That's and you're like, I don't like this motherfucker. It could be my demographic. Could be. That's why you're upset. You're like, geez, fucking. You're like, love you, Lace. She's like, what are you watching? You're like, that what the life I could be living. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Roy, you want to take a shower? You're like, yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> now, I Al Bundy do. had one of the greatest lines. This fat woman was like, busting. It was busting. Uh, <laughs> hey, shoe man. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> And uh, she says, I'm going to sue you. You'll be hearing from my attorneys. And he goes, would that be the law firm of Hagen and Das? I mean, just one of the funniest fucking lines. But, but he did that character so well. So well. Jiu-Jitsu black belt, too. Love it. All right. Um, Gary also cracks me up. Gary's. He, all right. What's his, his comedy to me is like a dangerous guy that also is funny and that's part of his persona gary's hilarious. I think gordon's trying to do that too well gordon just does his own thing um, but he's funny too in his way gordon's funny because like his just, cockiness is funny yeah and that's what makes it hilarious but like you know gary's funny in a way that you know he's he's muted it down a lot and, you know he's calmed down but there was a time where like this he's just a wild man yeah he'll say and, like, and yeah, do anything exactly you know he's just absolutely out of his mind i mean i like a lot of uh Craig Jones has a lot of bits that are pretty funny. He's a funny dude, yeah. Yeah, he's funny. I, I don't. He's like, got that dry Australian thing going. I like when he does random shit. Um, I'm gonna be maybe I'm a little biased. I hate when they mention like Gordon and shit like that because it's like like why are you like just talk about something different? Like when you do <laughs> random shit, it's hilarious. Right. Like he posted something today where I guess like the business partner for for B Team, mm-hmm. he like got, he got like a bunch of like you know lady boys in Thailand and like woke him up for his birthday. I was like, that's <laughs> hilarious. He's like, you don't appreciate shit. He goes, I brought all these friends for you, and it's like it's like good morning, happy birthday. It's like twenty like you know lady boys. I'm like that. 
that's hilarious. It's funny because in your mind, you're like, if that was me, I'd fucking kill him. But it's not <laughs> me, so I can enjoy it because I, I know how much it sucks. Are people attracted to funny people? Oh, Victor's hilarious too. I'm like, forget. I'm thinking about okay, Victor. Yeah, that's Victor right. Cracks keep me keep up. Going. All right, but that's, yeah, let's keep going. All right. Are people attracted to funny people? I don't know because here's the thing. What okay, because what I'm funny, getting at, what I'm getting at is you're all in a bar, you're all like hanging out, that sort of thing, and you're, let's say, like sort of the class clown kind of mm-hmm. guy. Is that attractive to women? I don't know. I, I think it depends. I mean, I'd love to ask a woman. Yeah. I don't know. I know, I remember like a- Or do they just say, this guy's a clown and I'm not- I think it depends how you're doing it. <laughs> or like how if well you're, you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, like if you're just like, man, 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 then I, you know, a priest and a rabbi, it's like, right. oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but like if you're, if you're funny in a way where you can tell a story, you can have conversation and you can pivot, go back and forth, you know, I think being humorous is a nice trait that, you know, someone seeks in a significant other. If you're only being funny, that can the wear stuff out very like your, The stuff like your comedy? 100%. Oh, she does. Okay, so yeah, she yeah, laughs yeah, with yeah. you. Yeah, she laughs all the time. If okay, she wasn't laughing at my jokes, we wouldn't that, be together. That's kind of what I was getting. Especially when we have two kids that have very similar right. comedic traits. <laughs> Interesting. Benny's a little bit more dry with his, but it's hilarious. Juliana is, she is her father's daughter. <laughs> she is like breaking out into songs. She makes faces. She talks in accents. She cracks me the fuck up. That's awesome. She's so funny, man. That's beautiful. She's so it's like I'm hanging out with like a little female version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel this I feel with my son, he's one of the funniest people I know, but he does it all based on roasting me. Like okay. like he'll constantly like say, Old man, when you're getting dementia kind of thing. And I just find that hilarious. Or he'll say like that I just went into the shower, some of your hair is in the uh isn't that's the funny. You know? That's you funny. might want to glue it back on your head, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> and funny. he's always busting me on jujitsu. And Jason's like an adult now. Yeah. So if you're having like real conversations, yeah. I can imagine how hilarious. Oh, he's hitting be. me with so much jujitsu jokes. He's like, Dad, you going to your orgy? Like <laughs> I mean, kind of is. You're hugging guys, Dad. Something to be proud of. It's phenomenal. <laughs> we had that whole thing where it's like, you're like, jujitsu is. I was like, it's gay. Right. <laughs> Very gay. Oh, man. Pretty gay. Pretty yeah. gay. All right. Yeah. Who's funnier, men or women? Men. Okay. Now, why is that, though? Here's why. This Please. Is, I'm going to say it. Go for it, baby. Because you know Craig Jones. Uh, I feel. And this is through my observation. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this on here, right? Women tend to get very bored quickly. Like, that's why, like, if you, like, show women, like, you know, like an action movie. And I know there's going to be a lot of girls who are like, I like action movies. <laughs> yeah, but, like, if I'm sitting with, like, Steph and I'm like, hey, Die Hard or The Kissing Booth. She's going to be like, The Kissing Booth. All right. I'm not talking about all women, but, you know, broad sense right. of the term. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a misogynist, but... No, but women have too much buildup in their stories. That's why, like a woman, like like a comedian, like Roseanne, like they're few and She's far between. Funny, She's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but she tells jokes like a dude. Exactly. It's like one, two, three. Same with bang. Joan Rivers. Well, yeah, she was the one, same two, way. Yeah. Some of these females, like the story, like like when a woman wants to tell me a story, uh-huh. oh, I want to kill myself <laughs> because it takes so many fucking exit routes. It's like, okay, oh my God, you want to hear this funny story? Please tell me. Okay, so I'm at work the other day. 
Okay, so side note, I had to get work a little bit early because somebody had to mark off. Oh my God, did you know that her son's doing this? It's like, no, I didn't. It's like, yeah. So anyway, had to get work early and oh my God. And then one of the kids, and you're like, where's the fucking funny? Where's the story? Like, I'm like, hey, can you please tell me what bourbons you have? And you're like, absolutely. But first, let me tell you about our desserts. And oh, do you know we have steak? Stop. I asked a question. Yeah, yeah. I asked a question. Another thing, but this is how their brain works. Okay. That's why I've said this. I was like, if you ask a man, tell me about a movie geared for men, right? Like pick like the hangover. Tell me what it's about. Right. One or two sentences summed up. Guys getting married. They go on their bachelor party. They all take right. fucking roofies and they forget the whole night. Now they got to find the guy. Mayhem ensues. Right. right? Gay boy. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I was to say, explain to me bridesmaids. Right, yeah. There's a lot of side stories there because you have the one friend getting married and then the one friend feels like they're drifting apart. But then there's that weird thing going on with her and the maid of honor type girl. Mm -hmm. But then she's also got the love interest with the cop. Right. But then there's also her... There's so... Then it's also her story of like self-growth. There's so much going on. And the funniest one in was Melissa McCarthy. I can't stand her. No, no, no. Hang on. She was the funniest part of that movie. She was. She, she was. hasn't made a funny movie since. No. Because she's trying to walk away from that. Yeah. That sort of slapstick woman, which yeah. can be funny, I guess. It can be. She was hilarious in that yeah. movie. Like the one where she goes- Peeing in the sink? Yeah. She's like, I know where the nukes are. Right. A lot of malls. <laughs> like, 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 like <laughs> that's, that's funny. It's like, boom, boom, boom. Right. Boom, boom, boom. Right. And for guys, we have very short attention spans. So it's like, you got to spit it out very quickly. Yeah. You will see women go see male comedians. Mm -hmm. You don't see guys dying to go see a female comedian. Yeah, no, no. Especially now, like, like I love Nikki Glaser. She cracks me up. She taught. She tells a joke like a guy. She tells a joke like a guy. Yeah. She's because like even when she's telling a long story, right. there's little breaks where she hits you with something. Where it's like, yeah. <laughs> back to the story. It's like, it's not just building and building yeah. and building and building and building and building and then big eruption. Right. Um. But even her sometimes is like her comedy. It's like, can we like not talk about your vagina for? That's what I was gonna say. When when they go in that direction because they think they're shocking you, which is a guy thing, really. Yeah. It's but like guys don't talk about their dicks done. for forty minutes. I was just about to say it's just badly done. Yeah. If you were a guy and you only talked about your penis for forty minutes, you wouldn't have a long career. <laughs> I get you know. All right. So who's funnier, old people, older people, or younger people? Older. Really, I was 100%. gonna go with younger. Nope, older people. Okay. They have this thing called experience. They can pull from life experience and connect it to things, and they tend to be funnier. I mean, I used to love Rodney Dangerfield, you know, that kind of humor, but that was just, you know, bang, 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 bang jokes. Younger people are funny because they're they're so reckless, and you don't know where they're going, and they, they yeah. don't know what they don't know. So they're talking, you know, it's very, like, I'm sure there's, like, you know, 50-year-olds who hear me every now and then, like, this kid doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> and to them, they're 100% right. But to the 22-year-olds, they're like, that guy's a fucking genius. So it, it's about finding your target audience. But older comedians, they've got experience, they know how to tell a joke, they know how to read a room, and they know how to push those boundaries. They can tell a story. Okay. You forget, Joe Rogan's 55 years old. Right, but I'm saying this, that there is a... Uh, You're talking about like in life? No, no, no. What I was getting is this. If you look at an older guy, yeah, they're going to have a whole lot more context in their stories and this and that, or than their jokes, but with a younger guy, there's this energy that happens. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, 
The like young were, guys are firing off all the time. Though. Yeah, 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 but yeah. If you get like an older guy, get a few beers in him, have him drink a little okay. bit, the night's going to be wild. <laughs> okay. The night's going to be wild. Okay. It's always a good time. My cousin Hector's hilarious, too. He cracks me the fuck up. Okay, what is he, like uh, 45 years old now? 50? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I got to double check. He might be 50. Okay. Yeah, we had a 50th birthday party for him. <laughs> now, but what makes him funny, though, is like all of this world experience. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. And then him just telling me how I'm like, you know, a fucking moron. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or him telling me how I'm hilarious, which is kind of cool. Like having like my cousin Hector tell me that I'm funny. Cause I'm like, right. like, I thought you were funny. Nice. But he always had like that charming, you know, mindset to him. All right. What ethnicities are funny? I'm going to be honest with you. I think with the way it's going right now, all ethnicities are super funny because everyone's kind of attacking everything. I think, I think the easy answer is to say that black people are the funniest. Okay. But I'm going to say white guys. No, forget that. I mean, there's white guys. There's, you know, different kinds of white guys. Like, I, I all right, what I'm getting at is this. I'm like, going to say, if we're, we're going to go, I'm going to say Jews are fu- fucking hilarious. Well, every comedian on the planet is Jew. They are. Whether they're Jewish or not, they're basically doing a Jewish act. Yeah. My thing, I, I love I love black comedians. Like I, I thoroughly enjoy Cat Williams. Um, even like Dave Chappelle, I wouldn't consider Chappelle like a black comedian though. He's more of like a, uh, sort of like a, a social commentary. I was almost. just going to say yeah. social commentary. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I think about, do you like, like Kevin Hart, for instance? I do like eh, Kevin Hart. I do like, but Kevin Hart talks about like his wife and kids. Okay. Which is like, you know, like family humor and stuff like that. Very relatable stuff. But when I think of like black comedians talking about like, you know, like Cat Williams, I would consider like a black comedian. Like, he's a funny dude. He's yeah. fucking hilarious yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. But I feel like they have more range with what they can talk about. And what I mean okay. by that is like, you can be a black comedian mm-hmm. and spend 30 minutes making fun of white people. Right. Okay. That's what I, okay. I was going to get to that Which by the way, I hate those. Okay. I hate them making fun of how white people dance and shit right, like that. And talking, right. But it's very tough to do if you're a white comedian, but then someone like Bill Burr does it oh, he and kills he it. fucking nails it out the park. Yeah. Where it's like, he's doing black humor about black culture, <laughs> right. but doing it in a, He's got this whole bit about like he's like I, I, he's like I'm done hanging out with black people. He's like no more black friends. Right. And then everyone's like real quiet. He goes, you spend too much fucking money on your clothes. He's like I go out one week. They're like, oh, motherfucker, you wore that same shirt last week. Right. You got five shirts. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? It's a nice shirt. But it's he's hitting on these like social yeah. commentary issues and yeah. observations. But he's doing it in a way where it's like, yeah, it it's works. not coming off as like yo, you're. It's a very thin line. Between an observation that's funny and just being a fucking dick. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, I remember watching the roast of uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Jeff Ross came on and just absolutely murdered that audience. And he was telling some real, real nasty mm-hmm. jokes. You know, Jeff Ross is good. I mean, he, he said, I remember this one line. He was like busting on Shaq. He said, Shaq, your, your knuckles are scraped up. Did you walk here? Okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and it's just like the audience just like got blown away by that line, and I, there's such courage to say this shit. But what I was getting at is like the other night, this guy named Joe Coy was hosting the Golden Globes. Joe Coy is hilarious. He by can the way. be funny in a particular thing. Yes, but when he started throwing this this like anti-white shit in, it just really fell flat. I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, and it's so sad because like, I remember Steph was like, Joe Coy's hosting. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I hate when comedians host these award shows. Oh, it's just a tame. 
they tame them down. And then when they do try to say stuff that's funny, it's by the time it gets like run through and it comes off so bad. No, but what I was getting at is this. I think the only people that could bust whites are blacks. I, I yeah. haven't heard any other ethnicity bust white people as well as black people bust white people. George Lopez has a pretty good job of it. I guess he's such an angry dude in real life, though. That I, I yeah, just, what the fuck is that? Yeah, he's an angry dude. I, I just that's another thing. If you know the guy in real life is is an angry dude, yeah, it's just not funny. Someone like was talking about like some like up and coming Mexican comedian. He mm-hmm. goes, yeah, he'll never get to what I. It's like exactly. It's like dude, and like I, again, Rogan was talking about. He goes, you know, that was. He said that's how it was back in the day, mm-hmm. where you know everyone was like, you had to get the next sitcom, and if somebody took your time on stage, you're like, no, you're causing money. Goes whereas now this new generation of comedians, everyone's just helping the next guy yeah, yeah, come up a little bit yeah. where it's like, Hey, like tag me on your Instagram. Let's collab mm-hmm. on something like everyone's trying to, cause they realize like there's so much money. <laughs> like it's for, there's money <laughs> if for you everyone. Got any kind of talent without a doubt. But I, you know, I haven't seen a really, really great, uh, uh, Hispanic comedian in a while. There's not a lot of, there was dude. Carlos Mencia who was funny for a bit. And he's not even really Spanish. Yeah, he's I don't like know what half he German, half Honduran. Oh, is that the deal? Yeah, I didn't even know that. He's like half German, half Honduran. I mean, I like Fluffy. Like he's hilarious. I don't laugh at any of you his shit. You don't laugh at any of his shit. No. Okay. And I'm like, I'm at a loss at this point. I like the old John Leguizamo one-man plays. Okay. That's not really comedy. That's, That's not just, comedy. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's just like life commentary it's still kind of fucking shit. funny, though. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I think blacks do it right when they bust on the whites. They do. You they know? do. And, and I like it going the other way, too. I love but when white also, guys bust on black guys. That's also part of like it's funny like shit. Black culture, like going to like the cookout. You're like yeah, like I love like I remember playing football. And it's like man, like they just like they just fucking bust on each other so bad. Right. Yeah, and it's like if you don't have thick skin, it's gonna be hard. Like right. it's hilarious. Like it's like some of the funniest people I know are are black. Right, they're just funny as shit. That's you know, but that's exactly part of it. like the culture because it's a more. I don't want to say relaxed, but it's like, you know, it's a more social culture. Yeah. Whereas like you get to like some like white families and it's just like, hmm, we're going to sit down at the table and have a family dinner. <laughs> some whites you are know, like that. It's, it's, it's a but little you get stuffy. Like Theo Vaughn who came from poverty. Yeah. Bill Burr who came from poverty. You know what I'm saying? Those now, guys. See, now I think we're getting to something. Okay. I think the struggle leads to uh, funny. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Because I, I, I'm willing to bet money like. You know, a real life Carlton Banks ain't funny. Right. <laughs> There's got to be something to make you smile. And it's like, it's, you know, music does that. Um, you know, art can do that. Yeah. And comedy in, is a 100%. It's a it's an art form. Absolutely. It's using, you know, social observations and personal feelings and articulating your thoughts and presenting it in a way that if you do it in a different tone can be offensive, right. but if you do it in the right tone right. with the right timing, it's hilarious. Yeah. See, there used to be, there was a definite like uh run up the, uh, like in the seventies you had Bill Cosby who was just not that funny. And then suddenly Richard Pryor hits. Cosby was funny, but then Pryor came out and started saying fuck. Exactly. <laughs> and then comes Eddie Murphy after that. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's Don't forget Lenny he- Bruce. Lenny Bruce was the first. He was the first one to say shit. Well, he was, he comes from that Jewish background of just like, just really telling it like it is, which Mm -hmm. I guess back then people really didn't know. But like, even a funny line, I remember Billy Crystal doing stand up. 
before he oh, got wow. before he got big. Billy Crystal had this great line. He goes, "When I was growing up, you know, we played uh, basketball. You know, and then when we started playing against like the black teams, it was like they played basketball, and we played." <laughs> basketball <laughs> okay it's like a whole different thing oh my god <laughs> funny shit funny yeah shit. no i mean I, that's the thing like and the thing is so even with the situation with joe coy apparently he only got the gig like 10 days ago they called him like last minute that's hard to do like hey give us some, so. give us but it's a bad position to be in yeah it's a horrible position and then it's the golden globes here's my other thing yeah who the fuck was watching the Golden Globes? You know what else was what I noticed? Those people weren't laughing at anything. No, you no got, one's laughing just anymore. Fucking loosen up. You know why they're not laughing, Roy? Because no one's going to see their fucking movies anymore. Ah, that's a great point. Hello, great point. And by the way, after Eddie Murphy is Chris Rock, who fucking lit it oh, on fire. Oh man, he lit it on fire. Chris Rock. Yeah. Jesus. Martin Christ. Lawrence. Chris Rock. Just. Amazing shit. Martin Lawrence, when he, in his heyday, unbelievably funny dude. Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous guy. Yeah. Those are some good ones, <laughs> man. I go back to like the funniest comedian I ever saw in my life was Andrew Dice Clay when he first hit. I just, oh, Dice I was, was doing almost it. choking. I was laughing that hard. He's just <laughs> unbelievably. He, he's a Jewish guy. Yep. Uh, made up that whole like you know little the act. whole Italian thing yeah exactly <laughs> apparently like like the Dice character was a character in one of his like bits Probably and it was uh, Mitzi Shore was like you should just be him all the time <laughs> exactly and he's like what he's, she was like just be him the whole time right a genius when he there's a woman him, who that was who, unbelievable there's a woman who Rogan says it like she didn't know how to be a comedian mm-hmm. but she knew how she to knows. make you one wow that's awesome. She was great. What was it, Catch a Rising Star? Or was um, that the, the, the comedy, comedy store? store. Yeah, comedy store. Yeah. Comedy store. I think that's a great Damn. skill, man. Being able to like see talent. Oh, I don't, yeah. One of my favorite movies uh, came out in 1982. Okay. It starred a young Peter Gallagher. I believe it was his first movie. Okay. It's a movie called The Idol Maker. I don't know that one. Oh, oh. wait. I do remember that one. Ray something or other was the- uh, Yes. Was, was the, I forget the guy. Was yes. The name. And it's this guy who like- you know, made like these. It's it's loosely based on Fabian and Bobby Vinton. Okay, the guy who like was their manager. I'll have how, to check that movie out again. Oh, dude, such Funny a good shit. movie. Okay, because here's a guy who just wanted to be a singer, but he knew like I don't have the look. Yeah. So he just found guys who could do it, just turn them into idols. All right, I know we mentioned this before, but do you laugh when people fall or have accidents all the time? <laughs> all the time. Okay. Every single I know we said it time, but I. I I don't know what it is. Like Jason shows me a picture or a video of a guy getting hurt. It's like I can't yeah. laugh. I get, I feel badly. Oh, I don't laugh discreetly either. <laughs> I'm like on loose. the ground, like <laughs> I lose. I turn to a twelve year old. It's so bad, it's so bad. Got it. All right. Is it okay to laugh at that, or are there certain instances where you wouldn't laugh? I'm always gonna. You're laugh. always gonna laugh. Okay. I might have to wait till I'm by myself. But you're gonna let it laugh. I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> nice, dude. Here's how bad I laugh at videos of people falling. I have a video of myself falling, <laughs> and you love it. I can't. I showed people all day at work. It was from two days ago. It was like raining out, or no, when it was snowing, and I had to go outside to go do something. Uh-huh. And I'm like moving around, and I slipped, and it's just. It's not so much the fall, it's the, oh, shit. <laughs> like, like, I laugh every time. Awesome. Every time. Like People are like, how was your weekend? I was like, you want to see? And I show them that video. And then if they laugh too hard, I show them Benny. Beautiful. Like, 
killing some kid. <laughs> nice. Uh, clowns, scary or funny? Terrifying. Get them the fuck out of here. I have never laughed at a clown. No, they're not funny at all. Yeah, I don't get that. No. It's like, but they're kind of doing the pratfall thing. I don't like them. You know? <laughs> I don't like them one bit. <laughs> all right. I'm not so much, like, when I was younger, I would, like, really get scared of, like, clowns. And then, like, er, late late teens, early 20s, they would just make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, it's like, now, like, just the thought of one being here is like, no, yeah. now, get the fuck out of here. But I like mimes. Have you ever seen those guys? Like, when they bust on people? Mimes are different because it's just the black and white and maybe yeah. a red rose. And they have, okay. and mimes have rules. Okay. They have rules that they have to follow. They don't make follow. me laugh, laugh. They just make me like, ha, huh, ha. Huh. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. The thing about mimes is they're kind of like dicks. Right. That's they're exactly assholes. it. That's exactly They get it. under your skin. But clowns, they're trying too hard to make you laugh mm-hmm. and be your friend. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. John Wayne like Gacy type shit. Yeah. God, that's... Way, to, fuck go, out way of here. to go dark, babe. Uh, is uh, what about books, cartoon strips? Ha ha, funny or just eh? Um, you can find some ha ha funny ones. Oh yeah. Uh, the funniest thing I ever read in a book was like this one paragraph. Woody Allen wrote it, and he's describing this uh, this this like the dawn coming up, and this uh, little deer was like eating leaves, and said, <laughs> she said, suddenly the deer choked on a leaf and dropped dead. Just that kind of like quick boom kind of humor. I just love that shit. I was a big, uh, I was a big Ziggy fan when I was a kid. Okay, but so that just, wasn't funny. That was just like I thought eh. it was funny. Oh, was funny, shit. funny. Yeah, I laughed. Okay, all right. Um, I also like like what is it? There's like a family one. Family circus. Family circus would fucking get me all the time. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Like the kids just doing random shit. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking good. <laughs> because to me, it's it's funny because you're getting so much out in one little thing. It's hard to do. It's that. Like that's no hard. No doubt. Like no the doubt. fact that you made someone go, hmm, that's hilarious. Like peanuts, that never made me laugh or anything. Nah, fuck that. They never made me laugh. <laughs> Fucking Charlie Brown still kicking that football. That, that is, is a metaphor. That's pretty funny though. That's a metaphor though. Like you know you're gonna laugh when she pulls the football out from under. That's a metaphor for a guy who keeps thinking he's gonna fuck a chick <laughs> and never does. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the football. It's about Charlie Brown thinking he's gonna get laid. That's no, every that's, guy. You'll wow. hate the girl. She's not good. She's not for you. But the second she goes, hey, you want to hang out? You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You go to kick that football. Then what does she do? She fucking pulls it away from you. Uh, can funny be learned or is it natural? I mean, I definitely think it can be learned. I think being a, a stand-up, you can learn how to do it. Yeah, you can learn how to do it. doesn't mean you'll be great at it. You just got to be able to get those jokes across in a confident way. Yeah. Like I'm sure if you if I like really focus on how to like play basketball and I took private lessons, I could probably get pretty good. But if you have natural ability to go with it, that's yeah. very different. All right. What was the best prank you ever pulled? Oh fuck. <laughs> Cuz I got the best one for me. I don't really know. I'd have to think. I can't think off the yeah. top of my head. All right, check this out. Oh, when I got my when I got my tattoo on my ankle, we told my mom that I had gotten my girlfriend at the time pregnant. Jesus. And then my sister was in on it. And she was like, it's okay, mom. We're going to be okay. He's older than you were when you had him. Oh, so she really played into it. Oh, yeah. My mom. I remember she had just opened like the orange juice thing. So like that little thing you got to pop off from Mm -hmm. like the carton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had that in hand. And like when I said, I was like, like, she's she's pregnant. (laughs) Like she just went, just snapped it in half. And her (laughs) eyes were wide. She didn't react. She was like, "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And my sister's like, it's going to be okay. It's going to, mom, it's right. going to be okay. And she's like, uh-huh. And then I was like, I'm just kidding. I got a tattoo. She's like, oh my God, thank God. <laughs> she was like, let me see the tattoo. And I showed her, she's like, I don't even give a shit. She's like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah, that was good. Best one I did. Was, she was pissed. There was this guy, and when uh, Ben was talking about playing the, the sousaphone or something, it just reminded me of this. There was this fat guy that played tuba in my high school, and they're up on the third tier of the risers. And like, a, this, I mean, I feel badly that I did it, but it was funny as fuck. I moved one leg of the tuba stand. So he climbs into it, this fat guy, <laughs> and I moved the leg. So. <laughs> He's playing, and slowly, slowly, the tuba starts collapsing and falling back, and he crashed down on three different... So you've just always had it in for fat people. They just trigger you. Something about them, you're <laughs> no, like, oh, just yeah, that fair guy. game. Fair just game. The... Oh, man, that was funny. I, uh, <laughs> I, I had a good prank set up that got ruined by COVID. Okay. Yeah, yeah. my old cube mate uh, at work... At work? Uh he used to say that I was messy, which, you know, maybe. Uh, so what he did was he took duct tape and he put it right down the center of our cubicle. He's like, that's your side. This is my right, side. Right, right, right. So every Friday after he would leave at 2 o'clock, uh, and it took a lot of work, I'd have to peel everything off. I'd have to, like, I'd have, like, an alcohol wipe or Lysol, and I'd scrape right. off any residue. Right, right, right. And I'd move the duct tape over a quarter to a half of an inch. <laughs> nice. But not just the tape. I'd move everything over. <laughs> so I'd have to move my computer. I'd have to move my shelves. Right, so I'd have to notice. Everything, everything on the wall. Wasn't that on the office, I think? That's where I saw it. Okay, yeah. I was, I'm going to do this. So we got about four weeks in, and Kevin was like, are we doing it? Are we doing it? My boss, like my boss. He was, was in on it. Oh, yeah, he goes, let's go. <laughs> he was like getting stuff. He was getting like gooby gone to take it off the carpet so he wouldn't see. And uh, I got probably about four inches. Okay. I was really taking up space, and then COVID hit. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> Nice. But my plan was like, how long would it go before he realized? I think it would have gone pretty far. I'd be surprised. How do drugs and alcohol make things funnier? Ooh, like, I don't is know. There, like so they don't always make them funnier. Sometimes. Oh come on! <laughs> I laugh my balls off when I'm on when I'm on like drinks. Like when I, I even heard when you, I'm on drinks, whatever, whatever, drinks, drugs. I was gonna say drugs, but <laughs> when we were in Atlantic City. And I'm listening to you. I knew you had a few in you, but it's like, how do they make you funnier? Is it like inhibition? I think it's the inhibitions. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think drunk people are fucking funny. Well, at least for me, when like I live my whole life and I have to be, you know, Professor Miguel, Instructor right, Miguel, right. I got to be all these things. And then when I have a few drinks in me, it's like surprise. <laughs> it's like you guys are gonna really get to know me now. And you know, I just tell my stories. When I'm on, when I'm I make my shit. jokes and I make fun of people, and, and that's what I'm saying. But it's I do like, it like it's I, like lubricated. But shit I try moves. to do it like in a way where like I'm not being insulting. I'm just right, <laughs> being hilarious. Love Plus, it. it always makes me feel good knowing that if I really piss someone off, like we can just fight. <laughs> I feel nice. pretty. I feel pretty comfortable there. Nice. Does comedy work in your career, or is it best not to be that guy? Nah, hundred percent, it works in your career. It does. Oh yeah. Okay. Because here's the thing. I didn't know if you were like, you know. Nah, I could use my humor to break things down. Mm -hmm. You know, break down your walls a little bit. So then when you go, when you get a minute, can we talk in the office? As opposed to, when you get a minute, I need to talk to you in my office. Right, I can fucking. Plus, if you make people laugh and you're good at your job. Right. right? You can't just make people laugh and suck at your job. Eventually, you're going to get outed. But if you're good at your job and make people laugh, 
you also make their day better. You make the environment better, which means they'll put up with a little bit more of your shit. They're like, listen, he's really good here. He's not so good here. But man, when he's here, <laughs> dude, when I'm sick, they like miss me at work because awesome. it gets quiet. It's quiet. Everyone just does their job. I show up seven o'clock in the morning and I'm like hundred miles an hour, hundred miles an hour. Yeah, but that I, I guess it doesn't help your career, though, is what I'm asking. Like, you think... So far, it has. So far, so good. Okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> so far, so good. Got it, got it, got it, got it. I mean, it works when I teach jujitsu too. That's what I was getting at. Like, you didn't allow me to say what, what mm-hmm. I thought, how you were funny. The yeah. first thing that you're funny is that you will go there with the joke. Yeah. You will attempt the humor, which is like half the battle, I think. Mm-hmm. And then... They don't always hit, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but they're I, on the way i think i'm hitting more more dingers than i hit strikeouts the, the artillery yeah. is like landing got it i'd probably it. give myself like as far as jokes during class 85 87 percent hit okay here's the game but when they miss i could just be like anyway back to the kimura <laughs> right <laughs> well that was a don rickles move don rickles used to bust on people and if it didn't work it just go anyway so they like go on to the next thing <laughs> It's a great move. Like, it's it? like pivot. Exactly. All right, here's the game. I'm going to give you examples of humor, and I want you to kind of rank them. Okay. Okay. And since there are, I think there are 10 of them, I, I don't want to get lost in this whole thing, but just like tell me if you like it or don't like it. Okay. Ethnic humor. Hilarious. Hilarious humor. Okay. I'm yeah, with you on I that. love it. Especially when you're, when you're doing it like to yourself. Like I think that's funny. Like. Like once you can make fun of yourself and laugh at yourself, like Puerto now, Rican, like Puerto Rican humor, it. you love hearing. I have a hard time with some of the Puerto Rican humor. <laughs> you know what it is? There's not too many good Spanish comedians, so it's hard for me to like. No, draw but if on you them. hear like a Puerto Rican joke, like, oh, I'm gonna laugh. You're there. Yeah, okay. like when I hear jokes about like Vicks, I'm like, yeah, done, dead, hundred <laughs> percent true. It. All right, dark humor. Oh, I love it. You do like because it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Like, why are you t- why are you laughing about dead babies? But ethnic humor is better. Yeah. Oh, that's something. I'll take about. ethnic humor. I'll take it. Okay. Self deprecating humor. Funny to an extent. I do kind of like that. I like it, but don't make a career out of it. Okay. Because then I start feeling bad for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, frat boy, like sick stuff. I love that shit. Too. It's funny. Like some Matt Rife type shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny. Okay. So is that higher than ethnic or higher than dark? I'm going to put it below ethnic. Above dark. Okay. All right. Uh, roasts, insults. Um, just below frat. Oh, really? Yeah. God damn, that's way up there for me. Yeah, you love them. I love insult comedy. Yeah. Oh my god. There was this comedian talking about like all these uh, great comedians, but they were all really old. Mm-hmm. He goes, looking at all these old faces. I've seen younger faces faces on cash. Yeah, we just that's a good one. Great. That's a good one. Yeah, you love roasts. <laughs> I love that shit, man. Uh, physical, people tripping, that kind of thing. Ooh. <laughs> Is that above ethnic humor? No, definitely not. Really? Yeah, I would no. have thought that was your number one. No, the ethnic humor was my number, favorite. Okay. All right. Very, very cool. What about impressions? Ooh, impressions are going to the top. <laughs> when you hear a great impression. Oh, I love it. Oh Shane Gillis's Donald Trump. It's I, so spot on. It's fantastic. Dead. Every single time I lose it. <laughs> a lot of dancing. Exactly. A lot of people tell me, look, I just hear this. 
<laughs> he did this one. He goes, he goes. I don't care who's running for president. I feel like in the middle of the debate, they should have just Donald Trump come out of nowhere. Right. Like, I didn't want to do this, but both of these candidates are gay. Right. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I hear they're gay. I hear, but I heard, heard whispers, <laughs> rumblings. They're gay. People say, I'm the greatest. Okay. I didn't Very say good. it, but people say it. Very good. Possibly the best. He's fucking funny. All right, but when you do your impressions, every single one fucking hit right for me. I work on them. Oh, my God. I work on them by myself. You did explain that to me. Yeah, I do it by myself. Because here's here's the thing. I I do everything to make myself laugh. Okay. Like, I thoroughly enjoy hanging out by myself. I think it's hilarious. (laughs) You've mentioned that. Like, in the car, you're doing talk shows. Yeah, I think it's so much fun. It's so much fun. All right, so of your... Of your impressions, I mean, Tom's got to be number one for you. I like, I like, I like doing Tom, but I, I have a lot more fun doing like Gordon or Manny. Oh, Manny's the yeah. best. <laughs> Tom's it's... definitely the one people love. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think it's because everyone's like so scared, right, of Tom. <laughs> so it's like the fact that I'm willing to do it, and I haven't gotten like a cease and desist yet, right. Whole podcast made for me. <laughs> the best one still is when you talked about his how mom. his mother loved yeah. like shit. <laughs> I think I did that when I was teaching a class at Ocean County. <laughs> his way. I was like, I know you guys are used to like, oh. <laughs> but but now he doesn't talk like that anymore. No. He's like fucking all. He's like he hit forty and calmed down. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey guys, Tom to blast here. I'm like, no, I want angry Tom. Angry. Just not in my DMs. Right. Everyone else, don't mess with me. I love your Tom. Gordon, though. Yeah, it's the best. I mean, cause well, it, yeah, because it, it's the fucking best. <laughs> it's fucking Gordon. It's the king of all impressions. I think Gary's kind of like Gordon, but just like, you know, a little bit more like a little whinier. A little more. Sp- yeah, it's like a little bit more. He's smoother, normal. though. Yeah. But- <laughs> Well, you know, here's the thing, right? It's my Gary. Then Manny. Yeah. It's just so much fun doing that. Bro. (laughs) And Max is like, bro. He's more Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And then Evan's like, well. (laughs) Evan sounds like a philosophy teacher that's done way too many drugs. I love him, though. Woo! I love that shit. Uh... All right, there's one I didn't even ask you about. Body sounds. When someone farts, like by accident, dude, that cracks me the fuck up. Everything. Because we're men and we're fucking exactly. stupid. We're stupid. Like it, like when Rex would fucking fart in class. I'm so glad we got it. past that. I'm so glad we got over that. <laughs> but it, like you asked earlier, like are men funnier than women? It's like, yeah, men are funnier, but men are funnier than men because we're stupid. And it's like, I can't handle the complex jokes. You lose it. Right. It's too much. <laughs> That's why I never liked Dennis Leary. Not Dennis Leary. Who's the Dennis fucking, Miller? Dennis Miller. <laughs> Although Dennis Miller had a really, really funny bit. I don't have to tell you about Remember it. When sometime. they put him on Monday Night Football. Oh, that was terrible. Horrible idea. Just should not have been there. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> All right, big three question. Here, Here you we go. go. Here we go. Give me your three favorite cartoon characters. Oh God, my three favorite cartoon characters. Eric Hartman. <laughs> okay, he's funny. He's hilarious, and he sings. Eric Hartman is number one. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with, 
I kind of want to go with Hank Hill. That guy wasn't funny. He was his. He was just so boring, dude. Like fucking Butthead was hilarious. Beavis and Butthead were funny. You know, I'm gonna pick. No, I'm not thinking Hank Hill. I'm sorry. Hank Hill wasn't funny. Take it back. I'm thinking uh, the dad from uh, Family Guy. Oh, he's hilarious. Peter oh, Griffin. My. Peter Griffin. He's amazing. Yes. I don't know why the fuck I thought King he's of the amazing. Hill. Peter Griffin is the fucking. <laughs> he's hilarious. Best. The best. Lois. Wait, there's a great one with him. Lois is, they're having sex, and Lois is having a heart attack. Okay. She's like, Pete, I'm having a heart attack. And Pete goes, Wait, Lois, wait, wait. Okay, I'm done. And like, then he deals with it. I like, uh, What's his name? The the black neighbor. Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland. I want to say Clinton. <laughs> Cleveland. Oh, oh, oh. Boom goes the dynamite. Right, right. <laughs> oh, my God. And boom goes the dynamite. And boom goes the dynamite. Did, Every, you, like, did you like Homer Simpson, though? I did like, I like oh. Bart more than Homer. Oh, Barney was the fucking hilarious. Oh, Barney. The drunk guy. He was amazing. I might have to say Family Guy might have the best ensemble. Yeah. Fucking, you got Quagmire. Unbelievable. Giggity, giggity. Oh, I love it. Stewie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stewie. I love the episode of Family Guy where Peter sees that, uh, what's the son's name? Stewie. Or, no. oh, oh, are you talking about Brian? Brian. Oh, that's the dog. No, Brian's the dog. Brian's the dog and the kid. Oh, fuck. What was the fat kid's name? See, again, because he's fat. You don't care about his but name. But he's funny. Fuck it. The episode where like they're in the sauna, Chris and, Chris, Chris, and he sees that Chris has a bigger dick. Yeah, that is the fucking. And so he starts making him feel bad about it. He's like, "Take it easy over there, tripod." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" Did you see the episode where Peter is blind, and he no. goes into? Oh, this is hilarious. I'll send this to you. Peter is like walking around because he wants to have sex with Lois, and he's like, he can't find her though. So he walks into Chris's room by accident, gets into bed with him, and starts rubbing him. He goes, "Lo, I'm here to like rub you all over." And he goes, "Oh my God, this is Chris!" Oh my God! Now here's the best part: he gets out of that room and then goes into Stewie's room, not realizing, gets into bed with Stewie. And Stewie goes, Stewie. "What the deuce?" Stewie's a fantastic character. Amazing, fantastic character. I, I'm I'm going to say the whole Family Guy ensemble is pretty just amazing. Hilarious. Uh, Eric Cartman, number one. Did you like Futurama down. though? I uh, yeah, but didn't really like. Didn't really okay, do didn't it. do it. Oh, I'll give you. This. <laughs> I love, I love the. There's a show on Netflix called Big Mouth. Okay, then it's a Nick Kroll. It's about Nick Kroll. I do like, like him. It's about like teenagers. It's like it's like adolescent puberty. Okay, it's a very awkward show because you, you don't want to know if you should laugh because like <laughs> it's like like they'll have like a shower scene and it's like you'll see like this little kid's penis and it's like I don't. <laughs> It's like I know they're cartoons, but I'm still looking at like a 12 year old's dick. Right, right. And I sh- and like the dick starts singing, and it's like, what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. They got he's got a hormone monster. It's fantastic. But there's the one I can't think of his name. But there's like the one character is like his like Jewish friend, okay. and he's the biggest fucking pervert. Like he can't stop himself. Like he's, <laughs> okay. just, he's just jerking off all the time. That kid cracks. That sounds like my people. He's like, don't look at me. <laughs> he goes, I'm a filthy, disgusting creature. Oh, the shame. The shame. He gets caught jerking off at his grandpa's funeral. <laughs> like, just, dude, go home and watch Big Mouth. I'm going to check it out. It is phenomenal. It's, okay. yo, it, it's, it it's disgusting, but it's so fucking good. <laughs> but uh, he's definitely one of my favorites for sure. All right. So those are your three. Yeah. You got Family Guy, Cartman, 
and uh, and this new one, yeah. Big Mouth. Big Mouth is check great. The, the hormone monster is funny too. I gotta check it out. He'll be like, "What are you having for breakfast?" That's how he talks. And goes, "We're having pancakes." He goes, "Ooh, I like pancakes. They look like flat titties." <laughs> like so, it's like, "Yeah," and then we can fuck. Go and jerk off. It's Big Mouth is fucking hilarious. I put it on. Steph was like, "What the fuck are you watching?" I was like, "I know it looks weird because it's like a little kid's penis, but it's it's a cartoon and it's like about puberty." But she watched an episode. I told her like, "This is what puberty is for boys. Yeah, you just kind of go through what you're going through." And you find people that are similar, like the jocks find the jocks, you know, mm. the fucking guys who are super testosterone, find super testosterone guys, the guys who are like extra sensitive, they find those guys, right, you right. start finding your crowd. And she's like, well, what was your crowd? I was like, I found the three horniest motherfuckers <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, I had a lot of like testosterone, so I just felt very like, Ugh! but I was also just rock hard all the time. She's like, so what were Sean and Grant like? I was like, uh, awful. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we were all friends. What do you think? Nice, nice. I, you didn't like like Bugs Bunny, did you? Because I found when I was a kid, I really like hilarious. In my, like, I really liked Marvin the Martian. Oh, he was great. Yeah, because he was <laughs> just so like, he was like the like, genius outer being. I was just wondering if like smarter. some of the older comedy, yeah, like rang true to you. Hundred percent. Okay. Pepe yeah. Le Pew, all that shit. Okay, got it. I'm yawning. It's midnight. Uh, well, we're done, man. Got right an in. hour and 53. Hour 53. Always a good Something time. Like that. Hey. All right, bud. Love you, buddy. Love you too, baby. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.